Forget those lucky chickens, baby. Hee haw! They got a whole bunch of them there at the Hard Rock. The only problem with that place is they still haven't completed the swish over from the uh, bingo, the old bingo slots. Mm -hmm. And I looked at those and I thought, ah, I recoiled like Dracula. Remember when Van Helsing held up the uh, crucifix? Yeah. I recoiled. I put my cape up over my head. Like, yeah, fair. Like, uh, how come they still got those there? They're horrible. I don't even understand it. I don't have any idea what you got to do, nor do I want to do do. But they don't have any, not even one real Wheel of Fortune machine in the whole of Hard Rock. They got almost 3,000 machines. They don't have one in the real. They got some make believe ones. We're going to play like 7,000 credits. Let me just caution all you uh, would be slot players, okay? Take a look at how much you got to play when you play the max to get whatever the maximum uh, payout's going to be. A quarter machine, and it's like. Uh, Playing the max there is 45 credits. Well, you do the math on that. That's like uh, wow. like 11 bucks every time you hit the button. Who don't wants to play a quarter machine that's really an $11 machine? And then I looked at one machine. It was like 20. Maximum was 20 lines times 20 credits. Well, that's 400. That's crazy. That's 400 coins times uh, a nickel, I think it was. Which is what? How much is that? 20 bucks? Two bucks? What do you play at Woodbine? 20 bucks, yeah. To win the max. You, three bucks every on the dollar machine. Oh, that's good. Oh, and then at uh, Pompano, they had a couple of old-fashioned in the high-stakes room. They got a couple of old three-coin uh, Wheel of Fortune machines. It's 15 bucks, three, three coins, 15 bucks every time you hit the button. They're colder than the polar ice caps used to be before global warming. I'm going to tell you, those. Uh, I just don't understand what uh, those people are thinking about that are running that joint. Although it was pretty, it was pretty busy. It wasn't jam-packed. That was Friday night. And then Saturday afternoon, Hard Rock was getting, of course, they had some kind of a concert Saturday night. They had, like, REO Speedwagon and a bunch of other old... They always got something going on there. Yeah, that's right. And it looked like uh, we didn't eat any food there, but they have all kinds of uh, snack stands and the restaurants and the steakhouse and all kinds of good stuff in there. That's, that's a neat place. It's great, man. They got it all. I told you, and you were arguing with me. No, actually, I just, it was my anti-want-to-help-the-Indians bias because of that phony <laughs> campaign they put on a couple of years ago. Oh, the slots are evil, and South Florida will crumble, and the world will come to an end. Oh. Right. It's okay if they have them, but if somebody else has them, that's bad news. And, of course, once they get all the rest of the stuff, uh, this deal they made with Charlie Gay. Christ, if they do wind up getting the blackjack and the poker and oh, the... Oh, it's well, happening. Got poker. Huh? It's happening. And the crafts. I didn't do no craps, by the way, over the weekend. Prior, prior weekend, I had a little bit of a problem there, but this weekend, no craps. I did. You heard that story, right? Which one? Oh, yes, I did. My post-Ruth Chris Hilton hotel story? Yep, yep. Oh, that was sad. That by was the sad. way, I went to Ruth's Chris uh, not, not too long ago. Did you? When I got my tax return, like I was a big shot, you know? And? It was great. My favorite. This one, Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. Best steak I've ever had, man. Oh, yeah, you can't beat their meat. 484 on the pool, by the way. 
What's our goal today, Chris? About 600? Well, that's because Cordis is back, you know. That's right. You know, if you really want to get votes, you can put, like, Len Martez and Craig Mish on here. Oh, Lenny Martez, yeah, that's a good idea. Craig Mish, Mishmash, I forgot all about him. Yeah. I never heard him. I never, uh, I don't even know what he's all about. Good guy. Is he? Is he good on the air? Yeah, he's good on the air. He knows what he's talking about. He's got a good voice for the air. Okay, so let's put Lenny Martez and Craig Mish. I didn't say that. I remembered everybody. Whoever sent in this poll, obviously, they, they didn't either. What former QAM host? And we're talking in the recent era. We're not talking about, like, guys from 100 years ago. Ed Berliner. Ed Berliner. I'll find that thing. See, it's your fault. You're making me look for that thing. It's always my fault. Ed Berliner. Unless it's George's fault. I mean, who was the PD? Was it Joseph Gacky? Was he ever really the PD? I think he was. Oh, how embarrassing. Oh, there's no program director for sports like Joseph Gacky. He's the best. Yeah, right. Huh? How embarrassing. I can't. Oh, oh, yeah, I got it. Ed Berliner. Here it is. I mean, they don't even pronounce God. the name right. And they paid for it, I guess. They paid somebody. Ed Berliner. On Sports Radio. 560 Oh, my God. What, what was that thing before? We never had uh, the heat on this station ever. Did we? I don't think so, but I'm not, I mean, I don't remember. No chance. All that far back. WQAM Press Box. On Sports Radio. Oh. WQAM. Well, there you go, everybody. All the jingles all the time for guys who uh, were never on the station. Ed Berliner was, though. He's he's a jerk, by the way, Ed Berliner. Is he? I never met him. I don't. I don't think. Maybe I did. I just knew he was a jerk. A lot of jerks in this business. He was one of a big, stupid-ass jerk, Ed Berliner. We don't have Eddie K on here either. Ed Kaplan, that's right. Well, let's go. Put him on there. You don't have to, like, uh, diddle around. Put him on there, Mr. Polmeister. Ed Kaplan, of course. Out of sight, out of mind. He won't be coming back. President Bush met with a mixed reception last night as he threw out the 2008 inaugural pitch at the new Nationals ballpark built for the Washington Nats baseball team. They really suck. With a quick introduction in a way, Bush made a high-pitched Nationals manager, Manny Acta, and proceeds to shake his hand. Two bad actors. The booze reignited as Bush waves once more and exits. Did they boo him? They booed him. Of course they booed him. What do you mean, did they boo him? That's great. What? That's great. Yeah, it is great. I thought you were going to say it's uh, not a good idea because you're sucking up to Jolly Joe Bell, who's one of the ten people who still uh, you know, defends him for whatever reason. Does he really? Yeah. Still? Yeah, I don't... I don't share your views on the president, Neil, but blah, 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 like that. Well, the good news for Jolly Joe is I'm going to be sticking around for 100 years, by the way, if Norma, if Norma Kent ever gets it done, you know. One thing about Norma, he can't get anything done. And I didn't see him over the weekend, Norma. I was supposed to go at lunch or whatever, but I didn't see Norma over the weekend, and that, that's okay. Is that why you had a good weekend? That's part of the reason why, yeah, I'm sure it is, because I don't want to hear about fantasy baseball and about, the, oh, I just... I'm sorry, I can't deal with people like that, overgrown children. I love my hockey, I love my horse racing, my harness racing, all of that stuff, but I just, I can't deal with people who are, like, obsessed with it. Riding in the pocket is Davey, my boy. In front of Quick Brush, who's third and now comes to the outside, Quick Brush and Dupuis. That's Gary Guy at Flamborough Downs, who thinks he's really a great announcer. Man. Johnny, my boy. He's uh, an idiot. 
And he looks like a deadbeat. He looks like he'd been sleeping in a dumpster all night. Classy guy. Very guy. What a guy. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Fill out your brackets for Hoops Hysteria online at WQAM.com. Picks can be made round by round, and bonus points are given for picking up that Hoops Hysteria. Log on and play. A presentation of Sports Radio 560. What are you going to do when Josh Cordes comes waltzing across across the room, opens up the door, comes into your little studio there, and smashes you right in the mouth? What are you going to do when that happens? I'll just he will do up. it. By the way, he's got a he's got. I wish I could hit the great. sound effect, but I don't have the 360 here. Oh, they never brought it back from nope. Wall Street. No. Oh my God! What's going on with that engineering crew? For although we are streaming, let's let's look on the bright side, okay? Yeah, come on now. Well, no, the 360 let's, is uh, George's responsibility. And I'm sure George never came back. Of course not. So he just took it off with him somewhere. It's probably in George's uh, SUV, baking in the sun. He's probably making sounds with it right now. He'll probably get fried just like George. Barack Obama appeared to have scored a clear victory over Hillary Clinton Saturday in the second step of Texas's multi-tiered process for selecting its delegates to the DNC. Associated Press reports, how is this possible? How can they not? It's already Monday morning. They don't have all the numbers. Obama had won 59% of the delegates head of the state party's June convention. Clinton swore to be 41%. The result made elected that when the delegate selection process is finally completed, Obama will have more Texas delegates uh, to the national convention than Swillery, in spite of the fact that she won the March 4th primary 51 to 47. How do you like that, Swillery, huh? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So anyway, getting back to the uh, comparison here. Of the two, uh, Pompano Park and uh, the, the casino there. Like I said, it's real gutsy and beautiful. And uh, the machines suck. <laughs> they do. They're, they're horrible. Well, not all of them, but the ones that the Wheel of Fortune, forget it. You couldn't squeeze money out. If you brought a crowbar in there, you couldn't squeeze it out. See, that's what I don't understand about these people who lay out. Of course, I think one of the reasons that there aren't as many and that the machines are so tight is because the state's taken that huge chunk out of the total, right out, right off the top. So how much have they got left to pay out? How many cent? About 30, man. Yeah, they got about 30 cent left to pay out after you get all done, after all is said and done. Although I do like that deli. It's got Myron Cohen's picture there on the wall. Old Jewish comedian, 180 years old, Myron Cohen. He's been dead for uh, at least 80 years. And uh, his pictures are all over the wall. Myron's deli, really good place. Did you hear what was all over the news last night? What? Did you hear what was all over the news last night? What's that? Rascal House closing. Like I said, when Cordis gets up out of that chair with a baseball bat, hey, I'm just telling you what was on the news last direction. There are, how, how long since I've been talking about the Rascal House is closing April 7th? Okay, how long? How many weeks? How many years? I've been telling you that. It's been it's an old story. I know, but it was on the news last night. And nothing. They were just down there and talking to all the patrons and oh, we're, we're gonna, gonna miss it and blah blah blah. They're chasing all the old rascals out of the rascal house. Where we're gonna go to get some good kishki? By the way, they didn't have any kishki on the menu. I never did get to um, Gulfstream, which I apologize profusely. Next time I'm down there, though, I will, and get to a Christine Lee's also and check out the slots. I, I bet you, according to George, they have real wheel of fortune at Gulfstream. Unlike at Pompano, where they got well, they got a few of them, and at, at the Hard Rock, they have no real ones. But they take uh, they take royalties on those. You have to pay royalties on Wheel of Fortune to the uh, 
whoever has the trademark on those. You have to go and pee on Merv Griffin's grave, I think, is the way it works. Or you have to go pee on Pat and Vanna. By the way, there's a good deli, like, right here on Miami Gardens. Yeah. It's called Roasters and Toasters. Yeah. I wanted to check out that. It's a New York New famous, uh, famous uh, kosher deli. Famous kosher deli. Aventura. But nobody wanted to go to Aventura. Oh, it's so oh, it's Dade County, you know. Nobody wants to go to Dade County. Yeah, I don't blame them. And they didn't want to go to go. Well, no, I didn't want to go because it was the wrong weekend. My luck, you know. Otherwise, I would have gone there. Probably won a zillion dollars. But I did okay at the, uh, I like that place. Hard Rock. The hard, the hard Rock. It's gigantic, man. And, and, you know, because it's so big, you can see it from, like, miles away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you're driving there, you think, oh, it's just right down the road there, you know. And you keep driving and driving <laughs> and just, yeah, where the hell is this place already? Just go down 441 until you get there. And then you you make a, a turn in there to their parking lot, and you drive for another hundred miles, and you're there at the valet parking. They got par- they got enough parking in there for eighty billion people. Right? Well, yeah, they just added. I mean, uh, they just added those garages and stuff. So now, do they have uh, like shuttle buses and stuff? I no, because of the they garages. Don't? No, some of that parking is like about six miles away. What do you mean no? Well, you got to hoof it, man. Get out of here. They don't have a shuttle bus. No. Of course, they don't have, you don't have to worry about the wintertime like at uh, Woodbine. Well, if you don't have the shuttle bus in the wintertime, you're, you're not going to make it from the <laughs> parking lot. I'm telling you right now. No, I, I, I don't think you would. And, of course, a big shot like me. How come you're not valet parking, you know? Yeah, exactly. Good, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to waste my money on valet parking when I can go inside and lose that in about ten seconds. <laughs> but I did uh, have my reunion with Woodbine last night and made a few hundred bucks. It was wonderful to be back home. I f- felt like my home away from home. Got me a good machine, man. Aren't you proud of me? Very proud. I think maybe what I ought to do is just not come in tomorrow and just, uh, it's April Fool's Day, and just to go play slots the rest of my life, just to hang it up. Retire! Do it. What do you think of that? That would be interesting. If I could make like five, ten grand a day tax-free, although that's right. It would have to be here. It sure wouldn't be down there. If you want anything big, that everything is taxed in the U.S. Everything is taxed. Like that poor lady that won a 1.1 million, and she had to give away like uh, probably 400 and some odd thousand to the government. Is that what? Is that what it was? What? She gave away 400 thousand. Well, you got to pay 40 percent on that. Oh, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, it's like the lotto, lottery. Oh well, we'll give you an annuity if you live to be 200. You know, maybe you'll collect some of the money someday. It's a big fat ass scam. Just ask your ex uh, fat ass governor there, the Jebster. It's a big fat ass scam. And by the way, uh, is it just me, or is it since they got the slots going there in South Florida, it doesn't seem like the world is coming to an end. There was a fist fight at Pompano between two black women. Really? They got into a cat fight, yeah. All right. Who won? And the security went running, and one of them bust the other woman's nose. She broke her nose. Oh, wow. She smashed her. She, that's what you call smash mouth slots. Now, did you get to see it? or? No, I didn't see it, but I, we heard about it. Everybody was buzzing about it. And I saw the security guys go racing after them. With all the people in Pompano, I bet people smash were betting mouth, on uh, Smash mouth slots, baby. I bet they were betting on who was going to win. That place is uh, could be a lot better, let me tell you that. It's, it's, it's beautiful, and the food there is, uh, you know, they got a lot of good stuff. And then the ATMs, they got hidden away like, oh, well, we don't want you to know that you really got those here because you might get some money out. Lost my ass there at Pompano. It was not, uh, not good. I don't think I'll be making a return visit there anytime soon, but that's the way it goes. But uh, Hard Rock was pretty nifty. And, of course, Gulfstream next time because they got real squeal of fortune. 
And uh, every, and then what you said, your friends thought it was great, and George keeps raving about how great it is. Yeah, apparently they got, uh, somehow they walked into some room uh, and said they were someone else, and they, they, they were in a room full of millionaires who were talking about the horses they owned. What, what do you mean they said they were someone else? Who did they say they were? Well, my friends happened to walk in, and, and as soon, they told me as soon as they walked in, they were like, who are you with? And they said, just off the top of their head, they said CityLink, uh, because they saw CityLink magazine. And they happened to walk into some kind of private party and get wristbands and drank for free and, and we're talking with people about, oh, my horses are over in Parkland and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, <laughs> nice. and they're like, oh, Parkland, Buffy, you know, and they're, they're trying to act all snooty and, you know, they said they almost ended up on a yacht afterwards, but they didn't close the deal. Oh, well. And, uh, but no, they said they had a great time. They said there were a ton of people, uh, pretty, you know, pretty younger crowd for, uh, you know, a lot of the racetracks. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said they had a good time, man. Young people in Hallandale, man. Boy, what a, what a revolution is going on. <laughs> well, Neil, if you would just come down here and stay here all the time, you'd really uh, find out what's happening. No, I don't want to. Yeah, isn't, that, isn't that hard rock enough to make you stay, man? No. I liked it, though. It's great. I did like it a lot. I thought it was a real nifty place, and I uh, got lucky there with my uh, wild chickens. And There were some real idiots there. There was this one old guy. Oh, my God. I was playing some bizarre machine. I don't know. I'm trying it out. And this old, old geezer comes, he's got a dollar bill. <laughs> now, I had tried, I tried the machine next to it before, and, and the, where, you, where you put the money in or the tickets, it wasn't working. It was malfunctioning. The right. sensor was screwed up. Mm -hmm. So he's got a, a crumpled up dollar bill, and he's trying to stick it in there. It won't go in there. And he keeps trying and trying. Oh, what? take my money. What? I said, it's broken. Don't you understand, you a-hole? It's broken. So what he does is he puts it in another machine and, pay, and punches the ticket and gets the ticket out for the dollar. Oh now boy. he's trying to stick the now he's trying to stick the ticket in the same machine. Oh, like it was fixed all of a sudden. I said, "Don't you understand? It's not taking anything. It won't take your money, you silly old fart, you you geezer. Go away." Well, I hear said. some woman screaming at him down the line. He goes to another machine and he sticks the dollar ticket in there and he wants to play like yeah. And the machine takes like uh, thirty times five, like one hundred and fifty credits. You know, dollar ain't gonna do it. Dollar ain't gonna do it. You old goat. 1043 at QAM, Neil's Half Price Deals are the hit of the town. Every week on Thursdays, we offer another uh, deal with more happy Neil Rogers listeners. Starting this Thursday at noon, you'll be able to buy $50 certificates for just 25 bucks to Lucille's American Cafe in Weston. Lucille's is a 1940-style upscale diner that captures the luncheonette feel of that era. It's all about homemade food, huge portions, and family-friendly prices. Menu items include a 12-ounce center-cut New York strip, a pulled pork platter, I could say something about that. Barbecue baby back ribs and marinated or Texas-style chicken breasts. Plus, they have phenomenal desserts like homemade bread pudding and their famous Big Split Banana Split. Big enough to share, but good enough to eat all by yourself. Lucille's American Cafe, 2250 Western Road. Call 954-384-9007. And thanks to yours truly, you'll be able to buy $50 certificates at half price. Just 25 bucks this Thursday when the store opens at WQM.com. But you better act fast, because once they're gone, they're just gone. <laughs> Jerry Schrader had a problem. One day he came home to find his air conditioning unit. Because I'm just one night. My career is gone. I just want to run and Number nine. Number nine. It's 12 minutes before 11 at 560 WQAM. Don't forget the jerk show it to us. He can recap the entire. It won't take long to recapture all those uh, 17 baskets by the heat last night against the Celtics. What a disgrace. Too bad we don't have the heat games, right? Of course. 552 votes on Chris's poll. 
What former WQM host would you like to see back at WQM? There's a great broadcaster. Just need a call. Frankly, I don't think it's right to be rude to people, but I don't care. Bob McCown. I don't call them. They call me. I've been told that there are people out there who don't like me, so I'd like to invite them all to come down to the Rogers Center so they can get to know me better. Unfortunately, it only seats 50,000. He's a, real, a great broadcaster. Not too many people I would say that about. He's on the fan 590 here in Toronto, but nevertheless. 552 votes, uh, 236. 42.5% want the humper back, baby. They missed the humper. All 400 pounds, funny. baby. How much do you think he weighs? I'm going to go with about 350. 320? Okay. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, probably about 315, 330, maybe. 330? 300 and... About 30, man. Come on, lose an Pharrell, 77, no chance. Well, there's no chance on any of these. Mo Howard, David, it, although there might be a chance don't, don't, to get don't, the moment back from 2 to 4. Really? Because, well, you're, you're starting a lot of rumors about uh, the jerk show being on the way out. Really? Or was that Chris starting those rumors? No, that, this is Chris talking. I think it was uh, Josh starting the rumors, not me. Mo Howard, David, it, it, it's 67. Defoe, 63. None of the above 50. We don't want any of them back. Well, there's a barack in Pennsylvania. Town hall meeting right now on the campus of Thanos. Well, we don't want to hear that uh, crazy Tony Harris. Uh, Boog Shambi 24 want the Boogster back. Hey, everybody, it's the Boogster. Blah, 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 blah. Rock and roll talk. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Geldy 18, Kenny and Bo 8, Eddie K 6, Craig Mish 4, and Lenny Martez has got the big oh! none. Come on now. That's bad. That's un American, don't you think? What's that? Uh... Oh, here it is. Take the mystery out of rent a car or a truck in Miami. Call <laughs> Oh, he can't speak. Excellent. You're hired, Lenny. We want you on QAM. He can't speak, not even a little bit. He was a pretty good guy, though, I thought, Lenny Martez. Yeah. Very nice guy. guy. He liked me. He liked the show, which, uh, of course, that's probably why he's not around anymore, not because he couldn't speak. We had a lot of people <laughs> who didn't belong on here. Oh, and speaking of that. My God, that Denise Pot fan, he must be getting paid by the word. And every now and then you hear Geldy squeak a little bit, and then it's back to Denise. Get out of there already. Get rid of that dumb frog already. What's wrong with you people? So another year with no playoffs for the Panthers. They built that building, and uh, 2000 the last time they made it, back when Pavel Burry was there and Mellonby and Whitney and those guys when they had a real team, and when somebody actually may have cared about it, but not no more. A lot of empty seats. A lot of empty seats. Although they finally filled them in there with them um, because it was fan appreciation. They gave away a, a bag of crap. Well, giveaways, that's, that's the ticket down here, man. That's the thing in South Florida, baby. If you don't care at all, you'll still show up if they're giving anything away, no matter what it is. A bag full of crap. A bag full of kitty crap. They, oh, they're giving it away. It's kitty crap night at the Panther game. It's uh, very sad. But I was really pleased with that crowd at the... Oh, and I got some one piece of bad news, though. Restaurant news. Okay. And, of course, I, I really enjoyed my weekend down there, and that's because I kept busy and uh, zipped along. And I was only there, like, even less uh, less than two days, which is a real good pit stop, you know? Yeah. I think I'm going to do it more often and just to stay a shorter time. You know what I mean by that? What do you what mean by that? But when you're down there for such a short time, it's not like you have a chance to go to all these restaurants. Like, I have that, that uh, and I appreciate very much, and I will take them up on it next time I'm down there, the invitation to come to the... Um, Christine Lee's in Gulfstream, because mm-hmm. everybody raves. You know, in my whole life, I've never been to Christine Lee's, even the original one, and, and wherever the hell it was. Where was it, Miami somewhere? I don't know. Christine Lee's. Everybody always says, the best steaks in town are at Christine Lee's. Everybody says that, wow. but I've never been there. 
but they got that new one at Gulfstream, so next time I'll take them up on that. You don't have time to eat a lot of restaurants. I had one meal there at that Myron's Deli in Pompano Park, which was excellent, man. Those cheese blintzes to die for. Oh, my God. And uh, the other meal we had, unfortunately, Saturday lunch was at the Grand Lux Cafe. And, and people are going to say, well, you talk out of both sides of your ass, Neil. One minute you tell me this place is great. It's like the Red Lobster. It's safe to go back to the Red Lobster, all depending on what you order. You have to be very careful what you order. You know what I mean by that? What do you mean? You know there's restaurants like that where there's yes. certain things that are great, and then the rest of you like, ah, fair, you know. Yes. And that's how um, Red Lobster is. The chowder is great. Those little uh, mushrooms stuffed with crab meat and the baked in cheese and that little casserole, that's phenomenal. Anything else? Uh, good luck to you. And Grand Lux Cafe, now they had clam chowder that was really sensational. I had a nice big bowl of chowder. Everything else sucked. It's, it's the same mentality as the people that own them, which is that uh, Cheesecake Factory. And that is that they give you gigantic, embarrassingly humongous portions. People are starving all over the world, and they give you this enough food for like ten people. And, of course, you don't want to eat it anyway because it's not that good in the first place. I had an omelet. How, how bad can an omelet be, okay? It's pretty tough to screw that up. Yeah, well, it wasn't good. I had an omelet with, like, bacon and cheese and um, onions, and it sucked. And one of my friends had uh, fish and chips, and it was, like, uh, sucked. And the other guy had uh, some kind of a sandwich, and it sucked. So Grand Lux Cafe, that's one for two. In fact, I'm thinking the last time I was there, the entree wasn't all that great. It was the appetizer that was good. Some kind of, like, spring rolls that were great. The, the, just because somebody gives you a, a humongous... See, that's the mentality in South Florida. All the hazards we got down there, all the schnorrers. Oh, I can get about $40 worth of food for 10 bucks. And Well, great. And when I stop to think about the amount of food that they must throw away every day in a place like that, it's, it's, it's criminal. That's Americans, man. Big portions. Yeah, gigantic Big portions of crap. I'd rather have a, a medium size, you know, a reasonable-sized portion of really good food. Who wants a giant portion of crap? I, I went through that last Saturday or whatever night it was. I had a giant portion of crap. <laughs> oh, baby. Woo! A gigantic, humongous portion. So anyway, Grand Lux Cafe, I withdraw my endorsement of that. Not, not that they care. Or, you know, They were fairly busy. Not jam-packed, though. And that sawgrass. Well, what is the story with that place? Although the one positive thing I will say is that this time in the sawgrass, I saw people who actually were speaking English. Whoa. They, they weren't from Brazil. They weren't speaking Portuguese. I don't Portuguese. believe you. Yeah. No. I didn't say a whole lot of them, but there were some people in there speaking English who looked like uh, they didn't just, you know, break through the Mexican border and jump over the wall. What? What are you laughing about? Yeah, I mean, you're always in the negative when it comes to gambling, but not so bad. Like I said, when I think Chris he just said he doesn't want to check with that what? I think he just said you don't have to send him, send me any more checks. No, I can't afford to be sending no checks to anybody after losing all that big money at the slots this weekend. You jackass! <laughs> I think uh, I did pretty good, especially after that horrendous start. I mean, Pompano on that wheel of fortune, you just keep waiting for something to happen. I put in two hundred bucks in this one machine. I never got a spin. I don't think I even got a cherry. It just sucks the money. It's like a vacuum cleaner. And there's like a little sound inside, like, oh, my God, a sucker is born every minute. Just keep feeding, baby, feeding, feeding, feeding a dead machine mine. I'm just uh, unimpressed with what they did uh, there. And I, oh, and I uh, saw my good friend Derek there at Pompano Park. He didn't even recognize me. 
But uh, finally he did recognize me, came over, gave me a big hug and a squeeze. I think he kissed me on the cheek, which is, you know, in The Godfather, that kiss on the cheek. Oh, you Remember did. when Michael kissed Fredo on the cheek? Oh, speaking of Godfather, it's uh, running on AMC again. All day, every day. Yep. Well, what is that all about? I mean, you know what a big fan I am, and I did watch an hour of part two yesterday. Yeah, but you can't watch it on AMC, right? What's my destiny? Oh, we just missed it. Just went into a break there. It's on again right now, so remind me. When they're finished with a break here on AMC? Well, what's, what's that all about? I, I guess everybody watches it every time, every day. No, they know. don't. Even as much of a uh, groupie as, as much as I'm hooked on it, man. I watched an hour of a part two yesterday where Hyman Roth was uh, getting shot at the airport. Do you remember that? Uh, of course. I'm an investor living on a pension and blah, 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 blah. But the way they cut it, too. I mean, they, they, they cut it plus the commercials. It's pretty tough to watch on AMC. What are you trying to say? Like you don't know the dialogue by heart already? The part no. I saw yesterday was with Frankie Pentangeli, where he was testifying. Yes. You got that. Go ahead and play it. Michael Corleone did this, and Michael Corleone did that. I got that here somewhere. Yeah, Frankie sure. Pantangeli. I kept saying, uh, uh, Michael Corleone did this, and uh, Michael Corleone did that. And I said, yeah, so sure. I said, and then I saw the part where uh, Tom Hagen goes to visit him in prison and tells him the story about how in ancient Rome they used to, uh, you know, go home and slit their wrists and uh, all that other crap in the bathtub. Right. And then the FBI guys are sitting there playing cards. And Frankie, Frankie, and they go in and there's a, just a, he's dead or in a doornail with a bath, bathtub full of blood. Mm-hmm. He opened up his vein. 597 votes. Our goal is 600. And Lenny Martez has got one. Lenny must have voted already. How about Joe Costello? Should we put him on there? Oh, yeah, we can add him. C-A-S, by the way, Costello. Got it. You got it. Got it. Now, who was the other uh, schmuck that used to be on with Joe overnight? What was his Mark name? Eisenberg. Mark Eisenberg. Mark Eisenberg, who didn't belong on the... Eisenberg? Uh, yeah, Mark Eisenberg. Is he related to Bob Eisenberg in the sales department? <laughs> no. Why, why are you laughing when you, I say that? Is that such a common name, Eisenberg? Yeah, in Miami, yeah. I mean, Eisen, I can understand. While spending the remainder of your golden... Yeah, Eisen car alarm, but I don't want to play it. Oh, it's one of my what? favorites. Is it? Yeah. How about the Big Ben car alarm? We can't play that. I'm really not sure I know why we can't play it. I know he says mother, but, you, you know, it's bleeped it's out bleeped, pretty yeah. well. It's bleeped pretty good. Maybe we'll try that. Not. We want to be really on the very safe side, okay? Well, what's the point of playing with fire? You know, when you burn yourself uh, over and over again, and who knows, Joyce might be out there monitoring right now. And we're so uh, scared of Joyce, bitch. 600 votes even on Chris's very famous pool. Mark Eisenberg and Joe Costello both just went on there, and they both got the big... Oh, they just went on there, for Christ's sakes. Okay, speaking of numbers, now, have either one of you eaten at the Grand Lux Cafe? No. 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 I'm not going to say don't because they have some things that are good, but boy, be real selective. So eat the chowder then. Well, that, that was the soup of the day. It was very good. It was excellent. They're, I would say this. Their appetizers and soups and that kind of stuff is great. The entrees are like just, just a huge portion of crap. Just a big, oversized bunch of crap. I, I don't know. That's, that's their mentality there. And they obviously are doing very well because there are a lot of people in Broward County who want, you know, schnorrers. They just want a ton of food. Uh, for as little as possible. It doesn't have to be good food. It doesn't even have to be edible food. Just a whole lot of stuff on the plate, and that makes them happy. Well, good luck to you. 
Barack Obama has extended his lead over Hillary Clinton among Democrats nationally, 52 to 42 percent. The third consecutive Gallup da- poll daily tracking report in which he's held a statistically significant lead and his biggest lead of the year in this poll so far. The latest results are based on Gallup poll daily tracking conducted March 27 to 29. Obama did especially well in the viewing conducted March 29, whatever that means, you know. It's like the Arbitron. They got a bunch of wired diaries. 52 to 42 percent he leads her, and this was um, just this past weekend. Nice going, Barack. He's going to kick her ass. She's going to be done after North Carolina. Yeah. As a matter of fact, what a good segue to this next story. Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign has been delaying paying their bills, earning the campaign a reputation of a deadbeat in some small business circles, according to Politico's Kenneth P. Vogel. Deadbeat Hillary. How do you like that? We got a song about that. No, I know we can't play it. Well, we could, but we're not going to play part of it, you know. No, we're not going to play part of it. What is wrong with you? You're just an Ojan provocateur is what you are. Hey, Hillary. Yeah! This is Grandmaster Pokemo V. Inside, you got the right to work law. What you don't know is, database corporate got... Okay. Yeah, I need the job, okay? I need the work. So, you know, you, Mr. Big Mouth in there, Mr. Big Shot, you know, Mr. Hey, Big Shot. Hey, I want you to career. have a job here, too. Screw you. No, thank you. Clinton's cash on hand is being spent on critical media buys intended to bolster an increasingly uphill bid for the Democratic presidential nomination. A pair of Ohio companies owed more than 25 grand by Swillery for staging events for her campaign are warning others in the Titan event production community and anybody else who will listen to get their cash up front when doing business with her, vocal rights. I'm going to learn a casino business. Yeah. Where is Michael? Where is Michael? Michael. It was Michael who killed Solozzo. Uh-oh. Michael, who kills See, do I know my dialogue? Every word. Uh, let's see. Her campaign, Swillery's campaign, say representatives of the two companies in Ohio have stopped returning phone calls and emails seeking payment of outstanding invoices. One even got no response from a certified letter. <laughs> right. You go, girl. She's kicking ass her own. Their cautionary tales combined with published reports about similar difficulties faced by a New Hampshire landlord, an Iowa office cleaner, and a New York caterer highlights a less obvious impact of Clinton's inability to keep up with the staggering fundraising pace set by Barack Obama. Clinton's campaign declined to say to recent specific questions about such transactions, Politico said. But Clinton spokesman Jay Carson pointed on Saturday to an earlier statement the campaign issued to Politico asserting the campaign pays its bills regularly and the normal course of business and pays all of its bills. Yeah, we've heard that before, too. Speaking of what you were talking about. Please don't worry about it. Can't afford a stalemate. Well, then there ain't no more stalemate. I'm going to end it by killing that old bastard. Yeah, you're getting a great reputation. I hope you're enjoying it. Well, you just do what I tell you to do. Damn it, if I had a wartime consigliere of Sicilia, I wouldn't be in this shape. Pop that jack a little bit. What I got? Got to get tighter on that, Neil. I didn't mean that. Mom made a little dinner. Mom made a little dinner. All right.
It's not done till it's toasted. The new KFC toast. Oh, oh, uh, that's the way it is a better My virtuos, yeah. That's Apollonia's daddy there with the uh, saloon, the cafe, whatever that place was. How about we just carry Godfather t uh, the whole dialogue? All right. Anyway, so here's a, a little information. It says, the loser on the show with you. Now, who was it was talking about the rascal house was all over the news? Was that Chris? Yes. You're the loser that he's referring to. No, okay. the Miami Palm Tree guy. It says, Rascal House was on every TV channel last night as yesterday was... The oh, yesterday was their final day. Well, why didn't you say that? I didn't I pay attention April to it. April 7th they were closing. What? I didn't pay attention to what they were saying. There was a I big saw picture of Saturday's Herald and the Rascal House memories as well. And Michael Mayo had a blog post about it today. The Channel 4 report says, Zeigesund. A South Florida landmark known for its corned beef sandwiches and red vinyl booths will be closing its doors for the final time Sunday night. It's no Myron's, I'll tell you that. If you missed the Rascal House, go to Pompano Park and go to Myron's Deli. Man, those blintzes were just to die for. The Rascal House on 171st and Collins in Sunny Isles Beach is shutting down. Oi! Is it is it just me, or is it you're feeding me low level, or is maybe I'm going deaf like Rush? I haven't been popping any oxys, but I, I, is it the level a little lower than usual, or what? I haven't changed anything over here, no. Yeah, you have. Not. Yes. No, maybe the other room, I don't know, maybe, but I haven't changed anything. The restaurant's been serving New York deli-style sandwiches and meals for more than 50 years. Wolfie Cohen opened the restaurant in 1954. The owners say it's just time to close down and let a new business take over since they said business has recently slowed down. That's because all the old Jews have died off or moved to Boca. Good. What? I meant business has slowed down. Oh. Place is like $30 for a turkey sandwich. You turkey... How do you know? You eat at the Rascal House? I've been there at like... You deserve whatever punishment you get, mister. Let me tell you that right now. Should be your worst problem, Sonny. A lot of our clientele has moved, you know, north or west. Some have retired or passed away, explained Jason Starkham, who's one of the owners. Rascal House regulars say they're not ready to say goodbye. It's very sad, said Marilyn Gelman. I'm very depressed. The food here is delicious. We've been coming here for 20 years. We love being here. Well, that's the way it goes, honey. Unfortunately, it's the end of an era, said David Siegel, who was having his late last Sunday night supper at the restaurant. Brings a little knot to your throat, a little tear in your eye to know that most businesses don't even last 54 years, and this one's finally going to be gone, too. And once it's gone, it's gone. The Rascal House will join the ranks of Wolfie's, Pumpernick's, and Corky's as yet another famous New York-style deli. And don't forget the Carnegie Deli, too, as another famous New York-style deli in South Florida shuts its doors as in recent years. Monday at 1 p.m. today, the owners of the Rascal House plan on selling different parts of the restaurant, such as the menus, booths, and the tables. Ooh. Maybe you go in there and get your own booth. Better run over there. Yeah. And they're turning into the Epicure is what the, they had been saying. It doesn't say anything about that in this story, but it's going to be another big Epicure market, which is great. The Epicure on the beach is fabulous. Not as good, though, as Villa Deli, which is long gone. And once it's gone... That's the way it goes. Shivering in blankets of Penn State's color, some 20,000 people filled the campus lawn yesterday to hear Barack Obama say he can win the Democratic nomination, even if Swillery stays in the race. Supporters stood in long lines for hours to hear Obama ahead of the April 22nd Pennsylvania primary on a sunny day with temperatures in the low 40s, most bundled up for the type of large-scale rally that's become the candidate's trademark. It's been a while, it's a little bit cold, but we really like Barack. He's inspiring, said 19-year-old Caitlin McDonald, McDonnell. I wonder if she's kin to Paul McDonnell from Woodbine, wrapped in a blue Nittany Lions blanket. 
Pennsylvania's primaries, the next contest in the Obama-Clinton fight for the Democratic presidential nomination. The Keystone State, which will allocate 158 delegates, is the biggest single delegate prize remaining in the Democratic primary. Speak in English, speak in English, okay? I, I just can't get over that one old guy sitting with his crumpled up dollar bill trying to jam it in the machine. And there was a whole bunch of empty machines right there, the same machine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why? why it's just called being stubborn, being a hard ass, being a, and a jerk. And well, he knew that was the food. winning machine. Well, that was the winning machine, man. Huh? Well, you got to put more than a buck in there to win something in the, any machine, man. Put some serious money in there or get the hell out of here, okay? Go uh, beg on a street corner. Spare some change, mister? Go out and get a tin cup. Oh, here they're recording now, Apollonian and the whole Gatamashpacha is following them up the mountain there, you know? Make sure that nobody does no hanky-spanky or gets naked or anything like that. And there's uh, Fabrizio and uh, what is it, Kahlo following them up the hill. And just like uh, you said, now here's the interruption with a break. Tonight is Forrest Dump. What is it about him that bothers me so much? Boy, I just I, I liked him in that first movie, the Mermaid movie. What was that one? Oh, uh, God, what's Splash? It? Splash. That, that, was, that was cute. It was okay. With Daryl Hannah, yeah. With Daryl Hannah, that was a cute movie. He was innocuous, inoffensive, and ever since then, man, I hate him like poison. I can't stand him. What about he's Bachelor like Party? Your... What? What about Bachelor Party? Never seen it. Hold on, he's got to have made some good movies. Like, what about Sa- you see Saving Private Ryan? No. Saving Ryan's Privates. Good movie. How about The Covenant with uh, Stephen Strait? Who You Hope Isn't. What? Who You Hope Isn't. I, well, what do you mean I hope? What, what do I care? If, if, he, if he's gay, he's going to come jumping out into my bed? Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, of course. See, I'm not one of those people that has these wild fantasies. Like, I see some movie star on there that looks really hot, and I'm thinking, oh, boy, I'm going to uh, do that. No, you're not. You're not going to get anywhere near that, whatever that might be, you know? I had a better chance with that uh, kid at the slot machine in, uh, what's it called? I don't know what he called. At the Hard Rock. Yeah, I had a better chance there. At least he was standing right there. The kid who got thrown out for being like the 12? The one who got thrown out for being uh, not old enough, right. He was old enough, but not old enough for that. You didn't let catch me if you can? I didn't catch him in the can, no. I did go to the can when I finally could find it. Now that's uh, that's a great place. I'm so glad that I uh, thought about going there. And then, of course, uh, George will be all bent out of shape when he comes back. Oh, you didn't go to Gulfstream. They invited you. Listen, next time I'm there, when it's not Florida Derby weekend, which it won't be because that was uh, this weekend, and it won't be so psychotic, I'll be delighted to go there because I hear nothing but great things about their casino and about uh, the food and all of the. Now, what about the food? Did you eat there? Who? You. Oh, that's right. You I wasn't there. Was your friend. Well, what about your friends? Who were whining and dining. Yeah, they ate for free, else, man. Pretending they... to be important people, right. which they're not. They faked that they well, were big how come, how come they didn't mention your name there? Oof. They might have got thrown out then. We're Josh Cordes' friends, you know, from, from the Josh Cordes show featuring Neil Rogers on QAM? That's it. I think that would have done it. Yeah. So the, the, the food was good? That's what I hear. Excellent. And contrary to all the hysteria, like I said before, you got your slot machines, you got other stuff coming in pretty soon, like real, uh, real gambling. And the world hasn't come to an end, and there aren't people getting uh, raped and robbed. And the only thing I saw was that little fist fight there between those two dark broads there at uh, Pompano. <laughs> Screw.
screaming and gnashing. You bitch, you whore. Whatever that was all about. I don't know. It's what you expect in South Florida, you know, is like unfriendly, like Every, hostile. That's right. Everybody's hostile. angry, man. What are they angry about? The fact that they're stuck there, is that it? Maybe. If I could tell you how pleased I was when I got back here and got when that plane touched down at Pearson Airport, you can't even begin to imagine. Was there a sense of relief? There was a sense of like, oh, I got my life back. But like I said, I had a good. There was it was probably I would say of all the times I've been back down there in these last seven years, that was the best weekend. It was it was fine. Except of course for that entree at Grand Lux Cafe. What did I have? An om- How can you have a bad omelet? What can you do to it? Overcook it. It sucked. Now, the next time you go to the Hard Rock and you lose money, are you going to hate it? or? Well, of course you're going to like it better. You see, you don't understand. It's not a question of whether you won or lose. It's a question of whether there's any action, or whether every machine is giving you a chance, or most of the machines are giving you like a little action for your money. So, like, if you win a little bit... No, even if you're lost, uh, but but at least you had some fun. You had a, a, a chance, a fighting chance. That's the way it is with the slots. You know, it's just it's blind luck. But at least you had a chance. Whereas at Pompano, you felt like you had no chance, especially those Wheel of Fortune machines, man. You couldn't. If you had an H bomb, you couldn't break into those damn things. That's how tight they are. You know, some things tight is good. Some things, uh oh, not so good. Is this the scene where uh, Sonny is coming down after uh, banging this? Uh, you know. The bodyguards are waiting for Sonny. You know that big, uh, the, the Italian chick with the big ass? Yes. There she is. That's Vincent's mama. Well, this is before he goes to see Connie and she's got uh, those two purple eyes. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Worst two minutes of my life. 11.32 at 560 WQM. What former QM host would you like to see back on QM? That's our poll question today. 646 votes, which is pretty good considering we started with, what, about four votes? I think about five. We started a little bit low. The Humper is kicking ass, baby. <laughs> you talk about a big ass. Can you even imagine? That was funny. I don't think you'll ever see him stuck to a toilet seat for two, uh, for, for two minutes. <laughs> You know how they have, like, on a plane, they have those add-on seatbelts? What? For extra fat people, they have those, they're like an add-on seatbelt that you, like, uh, they add on to the original one. Oh, I've never uh, experienced that. I haven't experienced it, but they have them. Hmm. Well, don't you think they probably have toilet seats like that, too? I mean, when you got an ass that's <laughs> by itself 150 pounds, I mean, how do you sit on a seat? How do you get both cheeks on the seat? Oh, here comes Kay, but uh, she's going to have to go away. Go away, Kay. Here comes Tom Hagen out today. Oh, geez. Should have called, Kay. Hey. Weren't expecting you, Kay. You should have called. You should call. Yes, well, I have. I mean, I've tried writing and calling. Now, I want to reach Michael. Nobody knows where he is. We know that he's all right, but that's all. What's that? Oh, it's an accident, uh, but nobody got hurt. This what is the part. Well, that's an accident, but nobody was hurt. <laughs> right. Can I ask you, seriously? Okay. How many times can he keep showing this on Bravo and AMC just over and over? 
Okay. I mean, the fact that they were, and of course, I'm still watching it, so how, how stupid can I exactly. be? Exactly, and get ready to keep saying that because they literally run it every day. Every minute. If it's every not minute, every, every day, day, then it's well, at least me, let every Let me look weekend. at the guide and see, um, let's see, 1 o'clock, Godfather Part 2 again. Now, Part 3, I don't think they're like uh, that heavy duty. No, no that's not. right, because Bull Durham is on after Godfather 2. Bull Durham. Hello? Hello? Carlo there? Who's this? Who's this? This is a friend of Carlos. Would you tell him that I can't make it tonight until later? Clean it up. Clean it up. You spoiled guinea brat. Get it on the table. I'm not hungry, yes. Oh, it's on the table. It's getting cold. Oh, he's going to swear in Italian. We better not put that on the air. You know, back in the day, you could say Buffa, Buffalo uh, Bills. Anyway, what former QM host would you like to see back at WQM? Hank Goldberg, 269. The Humpers kicking big, fat, gigantic, hairy ass. 42%. That was funny. Pharrell, 92. Mo Howard, David, 73. Defoe, 69. He's right on Mo's ass. Now, did the two of them ever work together or not? I don't think so. No. What are you laughing about? They weren't too fond of each other, if you don't remember. Mo and Defoe? Oh, I, I, no, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Mo and the Humper. You better get your Humpers straight, mister. That's it. Break it off. Clean it up, you gay brat. He's going to regret that. What? He's going to regret that. Who, Carlo? Yeah. Hey, Carlo. Oh, hi, uh, Clemenza. Don't you think it should have been a hint to him when Clemenza, he realized Clemenza was in the back seat that something not too good was going to happen very soon? Yeah. Defoe, 69. None of the above, 66. None of the above. Booster, 29. Geldy, 18. Eddie K, 12. He was a late addition. We apologize for that. Chris says he'd have 15,000 votes if we had to put him on there right away. Yep. Is that what you said? Something like that, yep. Kenny and Bo, only nine. Only nine. Wow, that show just sucked, man. That was one of the that, that was an abortion. Every time that show would go on here, the Right to Life people were protesting outside the building on 441. Craig Mish seven. I still don't know who that is. Lady Martez has got a pair, and Mark Eisenberg and Joe Costello. Between the two of them, they've got oh, well, they've got oh, plus, oh, which is still oh. nothing. Oh, on mine, Joe has one. What is it? On mine, Joe finally Joe got a vote. One. Joe Costello voted. And a boy, Joe. I'm going to have to do a Joyce here in a second. I don't know what that's all about. What is that all about? You got some butter? Uh-oh. And I just farted real bad, too, in my seat. Don't tell Joyce. Sure that... What? Here, let me don't hit a sound Joyce. effect. No. No sound effects. You better watch yourself, mister. Your days could be numbered. Brandon's going to come and kick your ass. That that would be hilarious. 6.73 now in the pool. Uh-oh. There goes Sonny. Talk about a bad move. Sonny's last drive, by the way. Uh-oh, here comes Sonny to the causeway, and you hear the play-by-play of the Yankee game is on the radio. Isn't it the Yankee game? Well, wow, that's pretty impressive. What? I never noticed that. You'll see. And he pulls up to the tool booth. He 
toll booth uh, guys listening to the ball game on the radio. Yeah. Red Barber, the old redhead, doing the Yankee game. Uh-oh. Bye, Sonny. And you know what Sonny's last words were, don't you? You're thinking this very person. BellSouth Small Business simplifies your voice, data, and network experience so you can stay focused on what's important to you. BellSouth offers the ease of one-stop shopping, reliability, and stability, all on the services your business needs, all on one bill with significant savings. You will have the expertise on your side with a BellSouth Small Business expert. BellSouth Small Business will work closely with you to quickly create solutions that are right for your small business. Call BellSouth now at 866-497-SAVE or go to BellSouth.com. So when you're ready to get everything you need from one company, just go with Bell South. Listening, answering. Thinking about a pool? Your own pool that's ready when you are. Well, stop thinking about it and make it happen. Skyler Pools and Spas can help you. They offer top quality. I'm a chocolate thunder from down under. Well, yeah, I prefer chicks, but working here, I can't say nothing. Heat meat ball. Heat meat ball. Heat meat ball. Heat meat ball. Heat shot. Heat shot. Sixteen till noon at five sixty. WQAM. Those are the days, baby, when the Heat had that one big year a couple of years ago. That was it. You know, like the Panthers when they had the year of the cat a hundred years ago, the year of the rat. Right. We but at least the Heat pan- finished it. What? At least the Heat finished the job. Yeah. What difference does it make? Both organizations are woeful. You know, are just uh, although at least the Panthers won a few games, especially down the stretch. They won eight out of nine or something like that. And then of course it was the big tease. Oh, geez, and they wound up losing three in a row to girls' teams. It's okay. It's the way it goes. Six eighty-four in a pool. And the good part about the Panther thing, though, is that nobody cares. They don't even put on a pretense anymore of caring. Right. Well, if they did make it in the playoffs, I think a lot of the phonies would come back. Sure. A lot of those phony bastards, you know, with the rats and the whole deal. An 80-year-old church deacon was removed from the Smith Haven Mall yesterday in a wheelchair and arrested by police for refusing to remove a T-shirt protesting the war in Iraq. An 80-year-old church deacon in um, wherever the hell this is. Police said that Don Zirkel of Bethpage was disturbing shoppers at the Grove, Lake Grove Mall with his T-shirt, which they had what they described as graphic anti-war images. Zirkel, a deacon at Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal in Wyandanche, said his shirt had the death tolls of American military personnel in Iraqis, 4,001 million, and the words dead and enough. The shirt also has three blotches resembling blood splatters. Police said in a release last night that Zirkel was handing out anti-war pamphlets to mail-goers, and then law security told him to stop and turn his shirt inside out. 
Zirkel refused to turn his shirt inside out and wouldn't leave, police said. Security placed him on civilian arrest and called the police. When the police arrived, Zirkel passively resisted attempts to bring him to a police car, the police said. 80-year-old guy, a church deacon, in a uh, wheelchair. But Zirkel said he was sitting in the food court drinking coffee with his wife, Marie, 77, and several other people when police and mall security approached and demanded they remove their anti-war T-shirts. The others complied, but Zirkel said he refused, and when he wouldn't stand up to be removed and arrested, authorities brought over a wheelchair. They forcibly picked me up and put me in the wheelchair, said Zirkel, a deacon in one of the poorest Catholic parishes on Long Island, where a devastating fire recently destroyed the rectory and storage areas. Zirkel was charged with criminal trespassing and resisting arrest. He was released on bail. A spokeswoman for mall owners Simon Property Group didn't immediately return calls seeking comment. Generally speaking, a mall's got the right to control what happens on its property, said John McEntee, a Uniondale commercial litigation lawyer. Activists with dueling opinions had gathered support and opposed America's five-year campaign in Iraq. As Zirkel was being wheeled to the police car, the crowd chanted, We shall not be moved! Moments later, they moved. Police and mall security had ordered... <laughs> ordered them off the property. Many joined a larger anti-war crowd assembled by the mall's entrance off mall property on Veterans Memorial Highway. They were complimented nearby by protesters saying the Iraq war is vital for security. Right. Vital for security. You know, they were going to come and get us, you know, with all those nukes that they didn't have and all those chemical weapons they didn't have, etc. and so on. Remember? Yeah, but why are you trying to start something? We got Zach tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, and we got, uh, J- uh, what's his name? Josh Cordes today and Friday. George is on vacation all week. That's right. So those people who hate George like poison, which, you know, there are a few of those, just like there are many who hate me like poison. That's the great news for you. You got a whole George free week. Nobody hates you. So how did, yeah, likely story. So how did uh, he do with the track on Friday after I left? Uh, he said he had a good time. I know he won the first race that you gave him. Yeah, but did he bet it? Yeah. He bet the two horse, paid yeah, uh, six and change. He, he did. did. He thanked you. And then I told you that the girl who was giving him tips told him to bet on a horse that won. Look how he, they he massacred my boy. Wait for it. Come on. You can do it. Look at the mask of my boy. Yeah, there you go. He's dead. He's got his little. It's wholly sunny. Now, what were you saying? He wants some money, and the lady gave him a good tip. Yeah, he didn't take it, but uh, she was right, and uh, you know, he said he had a good time. Well, what do you mean he didn't cool. take it? Like all of a sudden, he's the expert. See, that's the one thing about George, man. Whatever the subject is, he's the expert. He's the hard ass. He missed somebody made where he won the first race and he lost the second race. Yeah. Yeah, because I told him to bet the double with the two into something else. I should have told him to wheel the double, for Christ's sakes. $168 double. Longest shot on the board won the second race. It's real easy after the race is over, you know? Of course. Everybody's got the winner after the race is over. There's Apollonia. Monday, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday. See, she's speaking a good English. She'd be perfect in uh, Dade County. She's speaking a good English. She'd be great in Quebec, eh? Ed Casiello and the Smirking Chimp writes, Massachusetts Representative Barney Frank is proposing a bill that would remove federal penalties for possession and use of small amounts of marijuana. Why do we need a federal bill, Ed asks? Because the rest of the country is far behind Alaska, California, Colorado, Maine, Minnesota, Mississippi, Nebraska, Nevada, New York, North Carolina, Hawaii, and Oregon, and decriminalizing Europe with Michigan on the verge of approving a similar bill. We need a federal bill because we need to put an end to this fruitless, expensive prohibition once and for all. 
We need a federal bill because of the growing number of people across the nation who are clamoring for legalization of marijuana for medicinal and recreational uses. We need a federal bill because the prohibition of marijuana is rooted in racism, fear, and greed, not in science. It's so bitter. So bitter. Eh? Yeah. Kesutu. Bad news from America. Your brother Sonny. Morto. The Cliff Notes version of a piece written from the Virginia Law Review on how marijuana became illegal begins in about 1910 with a cast of characters that runs the gamut from migrant farm workers to polygamous pot smokers, from Pancho Villa to William Randolph Hearst, from the nation's first drug czar, Henry Anslinger, who led a vicious, unfounded assault on marijuana, to the DuPont Chemical Company. Frank's proposal would eliminate all federal penalties prohibiting the personal use and possession of up to three and a half ounces of marijuana. Adults who consume marijuana would no longer face arrest, prison, or even the threat of a civil fine. In addition, the bill would eliminate all penalties prohibiting the not-for-profit transfers of up to one ounce of cannabis between adults. This bill is based on the 1972 National Commission on Marijuana and Drug Abuse Study, commissioned by then-President Richard Nixon, which reported that the use of drugs for pleasure or other non-medical purposes is not inherently irresponsible. Alcohol is widely used as an acceptable part of social activities, he added, and the actual and potential harm of the use of the drug is not great enough to justify intrusion by criminal law into private behavior. Alcohol is why... Ask Josh Cordes if alcohol is widely used. What do you think? What's that? I said, uh, how you doing? Widely what? Pot was once described as a gateway drug that would lead our children on a path to dangerous drugs. Today's kids, however, are finding it easier to raid the family medicine cabinet to get high. We're also finding that the medicinal use of marijuana can be beneficial to those with serious medical conditions, from life-threatening diseases to chronic pain. That's right. Marinol, some experts say, is a good compromise because it's marijuana in pill form, and believe it or not, it's something your doctor can prescribe for you without the DEA crawling all over them. But it is cost-prohibitive, and researchers and patients are finding that because the cannabinoids used to manufacture marinol are so concentrated, they feel like they're either getting too much or not enough of the drug. You feel like you're getting too much booze or not enough? Oh, just enough. Those who go for the herb claim they can better regulate their dose by taking, toking on a joint or hitting on a vaporizer because the effects are more immediate and effective. It's time for our leaders to remove the cultural and nonsensical reasons for the prohibition on marijuana and pass Barney Fagg a Frank's bill. There you go, Ed Costiella on a smirking chimp. Everybody light up, baby. That's right. Make it like California out here. Of course, including Clarence Token Thomas. There you go. Light up a big fat one, Clarence, you phony hypocrite. You lying sack of crap. Hey, there we go. Hey, y'all, my name is Clarence Eugene Thomas, President Bush's nominee for the Supreme Court. And you know, there's lots of people out there that think just because I smoked a little marijuana when I was in college. Hell, it wasn't nothing but a pen joint. Hell, maybe a cigar side joint. I don't remember, y'all. That they don't think I'm fit to be on the Supreme Court. Yeah, I got the munchies. Let's do this quick and get out of here. I want to set y'all straight. When I stop reviewing the law, I don't just review the law. Hell, y'all. I be talking. And I talk it to the east. And I took it to the west, and I took it while I look up Sandra Day O'Connor's dress. I'll be talking. <laughs> Let's go burn one, y'all. 692 vote. We're going to be uh, right on the cusp of 700 by the top of this hour, which means we've got a shot at what, 800? About nine. Nine? Oh, there's uh, Barzini. Always listen to reason. Yes, Don Barzini. He had all the judges He's in his pocket. 
He had all the judges and politicians in his pocket. He refused to share them. When, when did I ever refuse on a gun? Just one this? time. All of you know me here. When did I ever refuse? Except one Except time. Except one time. On what? Because I believe this drug business is going to destroy us in the years to come. I mean, it's not like gambling or... Women. Liquor, even women. Which is something that most people want nowadays. And not it's, me. Uh, forbidden to them by the pets and the volunteers. I don't church. want no women. Even the police departments that have helped us in the past with uh, gambling we'll and other cover. things are going to refuse to help us when it comes to narcotics. And I believe that then. And I believe and that I now. And I believe that now. Times have changed. It's not like the old days. We can do anything we want. A refusal is not the act of a friend. After all, we are not communists. Don Corleone had all the judges and the politicians in New York. And he must share them. All of others use them. He must let us draw the water, water from, from the, the well. well. After all. Certainly he can present a bill for such services. After all, we are not communists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that Barzini, he had quite a sense of humor until, until he got shot in the back there going up them stairs. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I, this is like a disease. It's like a sickness. Why do they keep doing this over and we keep watching it? Yeah, yeah you can't turn away. Yeah, you can't get sick of this movie. That's what it is, and they know that. How, how can you say that? How how many times can you watch it when you know the whole dialogue, almost every word verbatim? Neil, you could read. Well, yeah, you could, you how many could times say this movie, it? but yeah, you're you're watching it right now, aren't you? We're playing well, audio. Go back to CNN. Okay. Well, in case the world's coming to an end, we need to know that. Um, we don't need to know about uh, Luigi Barzini. I'm going back to the Spanish Channel. Okay. Hey, Neil's Half Price Deals are the head of the town. Every week we have another offer for Happy Neil Rogers listeners. Starting Thursday at noon, you'll be able to buy $50 certificates for just 25 bucks to Lucille's American Cafe in Weston. Lucille's is a 1940-style upscale diner that captures the luncheonette feel of that era. It's all about homemade food, humongous portions, and family-friendly prices. Menu items include a 12-ounce center cut New York strip, a pulled pork platter, barbecue baby back ribs and marinated or Texas-style chicken breast. Plus, they've got phenomenal desserts like homemade bread pudding and their famous beef split banana split. Big enough to share, but good enough to eat all by yourself. Lucille's American Cafe, they're at 2250 Weston Road. Call 954-384-9007. And now, thanks to yours truly, you can buy $50 certificates at half price. It's our way of saying thanks to you for putting up with our crap all of these years. The store opens at noon Thursday on WQM.com, but be sure and act fast, because once they're gone, they're just gone. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Fill out your brackets for hoops hysteria online at WQAM.com. Picks can be made round by round, and bonus points are given for picking up hoops hysteria. Log on and play. A presentation of Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's not done till it's toast. I'm ready to go! And behold, let him go! All the way to the White House! Yeah! 1201 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you, the 31st of March. Wow. April Fool tomorrow. What kind of April Fool scam should we come up with? Like saying we're not going to be here, we're going to lay out? We can probably come up with better. Such as? Such as we're going to break into the Rascal House and eat all the leftovers? 
Nah. I wonder if they have any kishki left over at the rascal house. You want to wrap it up and send it to me? Still haven't found any good kishka, although it looked really, uh, that menu with the uh, famous kosher deli looked really uh, inviting. I didn't get to go there. Damn it. How many meals can you eat in a couple of days? Well, I shouldn't ask you that. So why don't you go to the rascal house before they close while you're done here? I don't like the Rascal House. I don't want anything to do with the Rascal House. Don't you understand? If I was going to go to that, in addition to which, Myron's Deli was just fine. If I wanted Deli, it was right there inside Pompano. Well, while I was good. losing while I was losing my ass. Pompano reminded the, the the casino. The machines reminded me of Montreal. You know, it's kind of like a one way deal. They just take. Like Joey Zaza said, if you won't take, then I, if you won't give, then I take. Well, that's what you're going to have to do is break into the machine, because they don't pay out. You know anything like that? They don't put out? Yeah. So how's your Russian girlfriend doing these days? Did she go to the Keys with you or not? I'm sure she did not. Dude, I went to the Keys for a bachelor party. Why well, would... Uh, you know, she's not my girlfriend, by the way, but no. Your former girlfriend, your ex. Yes. No, she did not go to the Keys with me. Police are investigating an 11-year-old girl's death from an undisclosed, treatable, uh, I'm sorry, an undiagnosed, treatable form of diabetes after her parents chose to pray for her rather than take her to a doctor. More getchkeys, man. More quiz. These are murderers. Murderers. Now, where the hell is this? Well, how come they don't tell you in these stories a lot of times where the hell it is? An autopsy show Madeline Newman died yesterday of diabetic ketoacidosis, a condition that left too little insulin in her body, Everest Metro Police Chief Dan Vergen said. Where the hell is uh, Everest? Anybody got any idea? No. no idea. She had probably been ill for about a month, suffering symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, excessive thirst, loss of appetite, and weakness, the chief said last week, noting he expects to complete the investigation by Friday. This, what, what's the date on this? Oh, from last Friday. And forward the results to the D.A., the girl's mother, Lalani Newman, said that she and her family believe in the Bible and that healing comes from God. Oh, God! But that they don't belong to an organized religion or faith, are not fanatics and have nothing against doctors. No, they're not fanatics, but uh, they let her die. What a... Oh, my God. She insisted her youngest child, a wiry girl known to wear straight brown hair and a ponytail, was in good health until recently. We just noticed a tiredness within the past two weeks, she said Wednesday. And then just the day before and, and that day, the day she died, it suddenly went into a more serious situation. We stayed fast in prayer then. We believed she'd recover. We saw signs that to us looked like she was recovering. Her daughter, who hadn't seen the doctor since she got some shots as a three-year-old, according to a vir virgin, or is that virgin, had no fever and there was vitamin uh, something in her body, a warmth in her body. Th this copy is so bad. You know, you faxed this to me? Yep. The Mount Palomar Telescope couldn't help you read this thing. The girl's father, Dale Newman, a former police officer, said he started CPR as soon as the breath of life left his daughter's body. Family members were, uh, elsewhere called authorities to seek help for the girl. Some family. My sister-in-law, she's very religious. She believes in faith instead of doctors, the girl's aunt told a sheriff's dispatcher Sunday afternoon in a call from California. And she called my mother-in-law today and explained to us that she believes her daughter's in a coma now and she's relying on faith. The dispatcher got more information from the caller, asked whether an ambulance should be sent. Please, the woman replied, I mean, she's refusing. She's going to fight it. We've been trying to get her to take her to the hospital for a week, for days now. The aunt called back with more information on the family's location, emergency log show. Family friends also made a 911 call from the home. Police and paramedics arrived within minutes and immediately called for an ambulance that took her to hospital. But less than an hour after authorities reached the home, Madeline, a bright student who left public school for homeschooling this semester, was declared dead. 
She is survived by her parents and three older siblings. We are remaining strong for our children, Lilani Newman said. Our only faith in God, only our faith in God is giving us strength at this time. That's the same God, by the way, that didn't answer their prayers and let the little girl die. It's just like if you notice, speaking of the Godfather, when uh, Fredo goes out fishing with Neri and gets shot. Mm -hmm. Just before he gets shot, what's he doing? He's saying Hail Marys. Remember that? Yep. Just before Fredo gets but a bing in the back of the head, he's saying, Holy Mary, Mother of God, all this other crap. Pray for our sinners. Yeah. Now and at the hour of our death, as in like, right now, Fredo. The Newman say they moved from California to a modern middle-class home in Woodsy Weston, just outside of Wausau in central Wisconsin, about two years ago to open up a coffee shop and be close to other relatives. A basketball hoop is set up in the driveway. Lalani Newman said she and her husband aren't worried about the investigation because their lives are in God's hands. And if he takes as good a care of them as he did to their daughter, they're going to be really off tourists very soon. As they say in the Buffalo of tourists during the Polish bowling festival. You know when the Polish bowling festival is in Buffalo? When's that? All year. <laughs> Every year. So, so you're not uh, in. You're not now. So you already ate there. Now what about Chris? Did you ever eat the Rascal House? Never ate there. Now Josh is going to tell you that he really missed something. What did he miss? Turkey sandwich. It how, sucked. How, how good? How good can a turkey sandwich be? It sucked. I, I, I'm, I'm knocking the Rascal House. A, a oh, I thought you would tell me how great it was. No, it, I, I went in there like cause I think it was open. Like how bad can a turkey sandwich be? It's not about how good or bad it is. It was like I, I ordered a turkey sandwich and it was like twenty six dollars. I was like, are you serious? It's my 26 bucks. Probably. Bastard. 707 on the pull. Our goal is 710. We're keeping things low. You know, it's Monday. It's the last day of March. I just farted again real bad. <laughs> what? I can't, I can't help it. I just it. want to play a sound know. effect so bad. I, we can't. Can't do it. You can only play that. Good thing you don't have that 360 there. George is carrying around with him all week. Yep. I, I don't understand that. Why wouldn't you give it to the engineer, whoever was out there, Steph or whomever, Steph. and have them bring it back to the station and hook it back up again where it belongs? That would be good, wouldn't it? No, because then you'd be playing fart sounds and we'd all be out on the beach. Right. I mean, what do you care? You know, with that uh, horseball website thing you got? So what is it that you're doing the rest of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, that keeps you so busy you can't do the show? Not that we mind. We Listen, like I know it's hard for you to understand that I have a full-time job now, so it's hard for me to come in any day. I just like doing wow. the show. So in other words, I guess you're expecting another check because you showed up today, right? Listen, I like doing the you show. The bonus I, if it were up to me, I'd come in here every day. Every okay? day. But uh, that's, you know, i got a lot of responsibilities. You a lot on the plate. That's right. Like maybe a, an old turkey sandwich. Right. Yeah, twenty six fifty sounds a little bit steep for a turkey sandwich. No matter how big it is, no matter how delicious yeah, it is, it's no not how like kosher the tur how Jewish the turkey was. I wonder if those chickens are uh, kosher. I wonder if they've been blessed on that machine that I play, that hee haw. I love that game. If you go to the casino just to look for the hee haw machines, okay, they're they're uh, they're a hoot. I'll have Maybe to do that. Look, yeah. They're a uh, two cent machine, I believe, or are they nickel machine? I think two cent. Mm. But you play like the ma you got to play the max to get to the maximum benefit to have a chance to win anything. And I think I think what it is is thirty times five is one hundred and fifty. So it's like a, a three dollar machine. One hundred and fifty two senses. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that whole thing to me is just I, I just don't get it how they get away with that. 
Oh, it's a nickel machine. It's a two-cent machine. The hell it is, okay? If you want to, it's like that big wheel of fortune, a one-cent and two-cent thing they got with a huge wheel. I didn't see any of those uh, down there. They have uh, one at Woodbine. They have them in Niagara. And you got in order to get in order to get a spin, you've got to play uh, forty times something. Well, that's only eighty cent. That, that's not a big deal. But nevertheless, it's a scam. It's not a two cent machine. It's an eighty cent machine. Sure, you can play two cents, and you can sit there like uh, you know for two two seconds, and then goodbye, like that guy with his crumpled up dollar bill. Why won't it take my money? Why won't it take it? Because it uh, it's broken. It's sabrochen, you idiot. You old goat. 712 votes on the poll. We're kicking ass, man. Our goal is uh, we can get 900, I think. And then jerks. Jerks will be all whipped up to a frenzy about that. Well, how, is he still on or what? Or is he done already? No, he's on. He's here. You sure? Because a lot I of rumors so. floating around. And uh, Chris started most of them. You sure? About how he's going to be done very soon? Not me. And how DA is going to be doing there uh, two to four? That's what you said on Friday. You said that. What are you talking about? 712 votes on the poll. <laughs> what former W? Listen, I mean, the heat, the, this, first of all, the season's just about over, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it is uh, over for them. No, it's but, been yeah. over since opening day for them. They've like nine games left, I think. Nine losses left. I think hey, less than that. They're going to get like three more wins. Eight. Well, whatever it is, it's, uh, what, what difference does it make? Well, it's pointless, you know. Yeah. And, then, and then what's going to happen the rest of the year? Is he going to still be talking about the stats from the last loss or from last night's uh, disgraceful loss of the Celtics? Well, well, what's the point, you know? I don't get it. Or is he going to switch gears and talk about baseball, maybe? Opening we love the Marlins. That David Sampson, man, can you say a-hole? We can't say it on the air anymore, but can you say ass? 712 votes. What former QM host would you like to see back on WQM? I'm sure that our management people are scouring over the results of this poll as they get ready to pick somebody else to do two to four who will work really cheap. Hank Goldberg, the Humper, is kicking ass, baby. 294. They want the Humper back. They miss him bad. He was on uh, TV. Uh, he was on the uh, Florida Derby telecast on the weekend. I saw him. It was good to see him. Good to see he was still alive. They got nine games left. The Heat? C. And then what? Then what does he do after those uh, games? I'll ask him today. Hank 294, Pharrell 102. They want Pharrell back. Bah, 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 bah. Just give me the effing money. Bah, 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 bah. Mo Howard David at 80, none of the above 77. Oh, I forgot to say. Do, 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 do. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. Where, where did that come from? Do, 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 Does anybody do, do, do. remember how that started? Your, boy, your boy Boca. What do you mean? I know he, uh, but it had to be based on something. Well, when George comes back, remind me to ask him, Chris. Okay. He'll make, he'll make something up. Uh -huh. Mo 80, none of the above 77. Uh, Defoe 74, the Booster 31. Gildy, 19, the Squeakmeister, the East Pot Band, and Gildy, every once in a while, squeaks a little bit, and that's that's the Panther telecast. I got Gildy, 19, Eddie K, 12. Eddie was a late addition. We are deeply uh, apologetic about that. Chris's, that's his bad. Craig, yeah, next nine. Eddie. Kenny and Bo, only nine. They've been stuck at nine for a long time. That's their whole audience. The people who missed the square table and gay or not gay. Lenny Martez, three. Joe Costello, two. And Mark Eisenberg, for reasons which are easily understandable to me, has got the big O. None. Zero. Oh, that's...
Jerry Schrader had a problem. One day he came home to find his air conditioning unit not cooling. That's when he made the call. He called Ed Helms Air Conditioning. Sports, 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 sports. You know, that's a situation we have. Yeah, and they miss that show, baby, that Kenny and Bo morning show. They miss it like a gigantic 400-pound tumor. I hear him on, on the coast sometimes. What? You heard what? I hear him on the coast. Kenny and Bo? No, just Kenny. Without You're Bo, listening yeah, to the coast? And... How's he doing over there on the coast? Is he puking out the hits? You know, he talks like twice an hour. That's more than enough. That's at least one time more than enough. So I got the uh, background on a do-do-do. On the do-do-do? Do-do-do-do. Yeah. And what might that be? Apparently, uh, I guess it was one of the first bits, maybe even the first bit, that Boca ever did about him. Mm-hmm. He started off saying, uh, do 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 and that's why the Dolphins are going to win the championship. It was basically like, you know, Boca speak, instead of saying blah, 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 he just kind of pulled out do 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 and he pulled it, it out? Yeah, and it stuck, and then you enjoyed it so much that, you know, you would just play that part of the beginning. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Exactly. Yeah. And then it just kind of kept going. And now, Boca told you this? Who told me? Boca? That would be, uh, no, George. George told you that George is listening? Uh, he said he was driving around, and he was in Get the middle of... Get out of here. He what are you doing, you He was in the middle of switching his... Uh, listening to the radio? He was in the middle of switching CDs... And he heard where, you know, he, that's the part that he heard about. Where did Dodoro come from? Likely story. He's sitting there glued to the radio. Well, you know, he never of did Of all that, the so. people in the world who I figured he'd be the last one to listen to the radio when he's on vacation. When I was down there, I, the weekend I never listened, except for that few seconds I heard of 790, because John had been listening to the uh, Panther game the night before on the way home when he left, uh, you know, the post game. Mm-hmm. See, there, there's another example, by the way, of what's going with the jockocracy. On a radio, you've got Randy Red Deer Moeller who is, uh, wants to be Rick Jennerette Jr. because he used to play in Buffalo, and therefore he steals all of Jennerette's uh, sayings except for the fact that uh, Mulder's not a broadcaster. And Billy Lindsay, who is a good player and a nice guy, but, uh, you know, there, there are two more jocks doing the games on the radio. Top shelf where Grandma hides the cookies. Mike, I got news for you, okay, Randy? I know uh, Rick Jennerette. You ain't no Rick Jennerette. God. There's not, just ask Castronova. He'll tell you there's nothing worse than a ripoff artist. The guys that got no originality and rip off everybody else's routine sucks. Sucks, Red Deer Randy. Just like the Panthers. Sucks. Although I do like that uh, Rusty Olesh. I like him a lot. Radislav? I wonder if he... Uh, what? Isn't it Radislav? Well, uh, Rusty is what they call it. Oh, those it? guys are like uh, Rusty... What's his name on Columbus? What's his name? I don't know. Klesla. Who? There's another one for you. All those hot uh, European guys. Good God. Too bad they weren't at uh, Hard Rock. Did you know you're kind of gay? Hard Rock. I like that place. That's a good place. Good place to gamble. Good place to eat. Good place people watching. Now, if you go next time you're there, you go outside to the Paradise section. To what Paradise? That's right. They call it. Paradise. Well, we went out the wrong. We went out the wrong uh, exit and got lost a little bit before we found the valet parking place. And uh, and the other side of that place, there's all kinds of shops and all kinds of stuff. Right. Yeah. There's everything there, man. Yeah. Go out to Paradise? Go out to Paradise, you know, and you'll see all the... uh, where the the pool will be? The bars. Like, you'll be at the casino or you'll be at the slot machines, and I'm outside at the Paradise, you know, getting my drink on. Yeah. So there's something for everybody. What about the pool? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, the pool's okay. That's what I'm hearing. That's where all the hot people are at the pool, naked as a jaybird almost. You might be able to catch that 18-year-old kid out there in the basement. You didn't go out there, Neil? What, what do you mean, catch him? And what am I going to do with him? I'm going to catch him? I'm going to grab him, net over him and rape him, him there on the spot? 
No, that sounds good. No, drag him off to a corner. If I wouldn't have gone off to take the leak and he would have gotten kicked out, I'd have said, hey, guess what? Let's go to my place for a couple hours and I'll keep you. I'll take care of him while you're losing your money. I'll take care of him. He sounds legal to me. He was uh, very, you know, human. Which, of course, in South Florida, finding living and breathing people under the age of 600 who look human and who look like they might even have one of those, you know. He looked like he might have had one. Anyway, let's not keep going back to that, okay, because you're trying to make me out to be a pervert, which, of course, I am, but that's, you know, there's nothing wrong. Everybody's a pervert. It's just, it's just a question of degree how much people lie about it. That is that's correct. All. That's all it is. Everybody is a pervert, probably, the, I mean, some more than others, but to some degree. It's just that some people refuse to admit it. Yeah, we can't all be client number nine, but... Number nine, yeah. Elliot Spitzkrieg, Mr. Up, uh, righteous and... Uh, all that other crap. Now, that's why it was so disgusting, you know. If he would have just been some other politician, it would have been just some other pervert. That's all. We expect that. But this finger-pointing, accusatory, prosecuting everybody, I mean, you know, and ruining other people's lives, that's the way it works. Maureen Dowd says, surrender already, Dorothy. It's all about the magic, really, and whether we can take a flyer on a skinny guy with a strange name and braided ancestry to help us get it back. Bernard Kushner, the foreign minister of France and a strong supporter of the U.S., recently observed that President Bush has done such a number on our image in the world that nobody will be able to restore the luster. I think the magic is over, he said. In terms of style, the Obamas could give Carla Bruni Sarkozy a run for her Euros. And at least Obama is not in a fantasy world on Iraq, as W. and John McCain are, insisting it's improving while we see it exploding. Many voters decided last week to stick with Obama despite his less than convincing explanations about the Reverend Wright, even as many soured on Hillary, casting her as Lady Valdemar. Democrats are coming around to the point J. Rockefeller made ten days ago after introducing Obama in West Virginia. Democrats always made a mistake by nominating people who knew everything on earth there is to know about public policy. I introduced both Al Gore and John Kerry at their rallies, he said. They knew all the policies, but people didn't connect with them. You don't get elected president if people don't like you. They don't like you, Swillery. Despite Bill Clinton saying it was a bunch of bull that his wife should drop out, Democrats are trying to sneak up on Hillary, throw a burlap sack over her head, carry her off the field, and stick her in a Sodom spider hole until after the Denver convention. One Obama advisor moaned that the race was beginning to feel like a hostage crisis and probably would go on for another month to six weeks. And Obama said that the God, when will this be over primary season, was like a good movie that lasted about a half hour too long. Hillary suddenly reposted that she likes long movies. Her favorite as a girl was Wizard of Oz, so surely she spots the surrender Dorothy sign in the sky and the bad portent of ladies of the view burbling to Obama about how sexy he is. But who knows? Obama and Bob Casey talking March Madness to the patrons of Sharky Sports Cafe in Latrobe, Pennsylvania on Friday night seem demographically clever, but it's always when Hillary is pushed back by the boys that women help hoist her up. Obama, like the prenaturally gifted young heroes in mythical tales, is still learning to channel his force. Like in that movie, The Covenant. He can ensorcel when he has to and has viral appeal. Who else could alchemize a nuanced 40-minute speech on race into a must-see YouTube view of viewing for 20-year-olds? Cube! But it's several crucial... I just love these words that Maureen Dowd uses. She did, it's like a contest to see how many big words that she can use that nobody understands. But at several crucial points in the last year, Obama's held back when he should have poured it on, leaving his nemesis around to damage him further. Obama has social engineering plans as ambitious in their own way as the Bush administration's failed social engineering plans to change the psyche of America in the Middle East. I think the president needs to use the bully pulpit to change our culture, he said Thursday, talking energy at a $1,000 plate fundraiser in Manhattan. We're a wasteful culture. It's always been that way because of our history. We do everything big like they do at that uh, Grand Lux Cafe. He wants to make government cool again. He wants to banish the red-blue red culture of conflict on TV and in Washington. He wants to make the country healthier, thinner, and smarter. 
I want our students learning art and music and science and poetry, he says in a crowd-pleasing line. Using his preacher voice, he urged the black audience in Beaumont, Texas, to be better parents, to put away chips and cold Popeyes for breakfast, and turn off the TV and video games. Buy a little desk or put that kid at the kitchen table, he instructed. Watch them do their homework. It's not certain that Obama could bring about an American renaissance. As the L.A. entertainment lawyer Nancy McCullough, who was on Harvard Law Review with Obama, told Vanity Fair's Todd Purdom, he tended to wallow in words. She said he was so intent on letting everyone have a say that I actually would have been happier for him to say sometimes, this is how we're doing this, and everybody else shut up. The pollster Peter Hart says the central question to our is Hillary honest and is Obama safe? Her foreign affairs plumping up has hurt her, while his exotic and unorthodox narrative stirs doubt. If I were to produce a spot for Obama, Hart said, I would take a hundred photographs of everything he does with his children and wife. That could range from Halloween to a picnic to everything we identify with part of American life. So people could say, I relate to that, I understand it. But for now, Obama might want to leave the Trinity Church photos out of that montage. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Fill out your brackets for Hoops Hysteria online at WQAM.com. Picks can be made round by round, and bonus points are given for picking up that Hoops Hysteria. Log on and play. A presentation. Gay. Gay. I gay. never gay. have been gay. It's up to Larry. He wants to stay. But his own party wants him to go away. The religious right wants him to say, Larry Craig will spread his legs for you. Rectum. He wants a man to screw. And any guy will do. Well, he's got a very wide stance, you know. Like uh, some of the guys that play baseball, you know, they go up to the plate, they got a wide stance. Mm hmm. And Larry's got a wide stance. He's got one leg over here and will you something be over there. Watching Marlins opening day today? No, I will not. Are you going to be going out to the ballpark? You're very big with the organization. No, I am not. At least you used to be when they were on this station. I used to be, yeah. When, according to Barry Jackass, we were losing a million bucks a year on that crap. I engineered the games for four years, man. And? It was cool. And then you used to cover up for Dave Van Boring and talk about how great he was. Is he still doing the games now that they're across the street? Yeah, uh, I think so. Wow. Wow. Apparently, Jesse can't even get a uh, credential, even though he worked on it with the uh, broadcast for a couple of years. Jesse? Yeah, Jesse Agler. Yeah, he can't get a credential? Yeah, they won't give him a credential. Why not? I don't know, but they were talking about it this morning. Oh, that, that's because they hate Joe Bell. Ah. Is that what Joe Rose was talking about, the fact they treat all our people so bad because they hate Joe Bell like poison because he didn't want to lose a million dollars again on them this year? Well, too bad, David Sampson, you jackass, you little gerbil. That's what he is. He's like a little walking and talking gerbil, David Sampson. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Oh, you don't want to say anything. Well, he don't want to say anything. Me? Yeah, that's I right. I think David Sampson's an idiot. No, not you. I'm talking about Cordis. Oh, what do I care? We did it! Because you never know. Someday they might uh, let you back in there again. They might give you like a ham to sandwich. Do what? Or maybe well, a turkey sandwich for less than twenty six fifty. We did it! Yeah, you did it all right. You're a jerk. And they're going to build on that ballpark? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. This is a town that never learns their lesson. They built the um, Mac Arena there for the uh, Panthers. They never make the playoffs. It's seven years in a row now they haven't made the playoffs. They built that Mickey, uh, they slipped the Mickey to the public in Dade County and built that stupid arena, which they need like a whole Lachlan Club, and he'd lose 8 million games. So let's build another stadium, baby, in Miami, where nobody wants to go. 
Jesus, God, talk about neurotic repetition. Just goes on and on and never ends. 752 votes on the poll. Oh, look at that. We got UN and FAU baseball tomorrow night. And DA's got to follow that. Poor Damon, man. He Little did he know what he was in for. How, how's he doing? Is he all right? Yeah, as far as I know. Is he acclimated? Has he come to accept his fate that he's here? I haven't asked him. Well, he was out on the beach when they hired him, so, you know. But how would you like to follow UM and FAU baseball tomorrow night? That'd be pretty tough. That, that would be almost as exciting as following. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? 6.50. Look at the schedule for Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you just saw the, uh, the, um, the two-minute talk show host. 6.50 to 7 p.m., 10 minutes. First pitch with Jesse Agler, the Marlins pregame report. Oh. And then you have to remember there's probably going to be a, um, a break in there. So that's four or five minutes. And Friday, April 4th, the same thing, 6.50 to 7 p.m. So Mad Dog gets chopped off two hours and 50 minutes. He gets one segment chopped off so we can put uh, that crap on here. Boy, these people, I just, what are they thinking about? The Marlin pregame report, we don't have the games. We don't want the games. We don't want to lose a million dollars here in that dreck. And we've got the Marlin, well, something to sell. Like you said, there'll be some spots in there, you know. Like they couldn't sell spots on Mandich, for Christ's sakes. Maybe he has somewhere to go, so he wants to get out of First early. pitch with Jesse Agler. The Mar- well, if, Je- if Jesse don't have no credentials, how's he going to get in there? Is he just going to do it from the studio? I'll probably do it from here, I guess. Maybe you could, like, sit him outside on the corner over there by Chuck's, by the sub-center. It, it's, and it's a little bit closer to the stadium. True. Like about a block. Will you hear the sirens again? No. You can't hear that? Oh, whoop, it just stops abruptly. I don't know what that is. And it started up again. A lot of sirens, man. Lots of ambulances, a lot of dead people, lots of heart attacks. Probably they heard me talking about that show. A ten-minute show. A ten-minute show, baby. And as far as I'm concerned, as far as David Sampson and Jeffrey Lurie and that whole bunch of Michigoyim there with the Marlins, ten minutes too many. Ten minutes more than they deserve. And they hate Joe Bell like poison is what Joe was saying. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Joe, who, of course, is a walking, talking live spot I, I, in my life. I thought they used to do live spots on the uh, light bulb back in the day when Mr. Ego was there and Norma Kant and uh, Craig and all those guys. I thought they did a lot of live spots. Uh, Joe Rose has got more live spots, and they're like names in the phone book. Am I right? Yep. And most of them like singing, singing live spots. Hey, Gordon Doyle. You like that? Kind of like, uh, he is very like, animated. Animated and then lately, like, almost illiterate. You know, it must be because of that dolphin season put him over the edge. And when he was talking Friday about, oh, come on out and see the scrimmage, you know, that U.M. crap. When he said that, I just, it kind of, like, set me off. It's a good thing I was going away for the weekend. I got my mind off of that. You mean you didn't go to the scrimmage when you were out I there? keep thinking about the kind of people who go to watch that crap. It's not, it's not even a real game. It, it, it's like, like I said, like people that go to watch practice. What kind of people go to watch athletes practice? Yeah, gay. You know. Like guys that want to hang out in the locker room. Gay. Oh, yeah, I saw, uh, you know, so-and-so take a shower. Gay. I saw Rusty Olash take a shower. Gay. I would go for that. Rusty Olash. <laughs> Whatever the hell his name is. I don't know. Rustislav. I don't know what it is. Olash. Hey, number 85. I know. It. He's a number, baby. I know a good number when I see one. Biggest names. So the best show from the locker room. Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. One in Sports leader. 
Fill out your brackets for Hoops Hysteria online at WQAM.com. Picks can be made round by round, and bonus points are given for picking up Hoops Hysteria. Log on and play. A presentation of Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's not done till it's toasted. The new KFC Toasted Wrap. A great oh, no, no. Everybody gonna get paid. Make the recession go away. That's why you're all gonna get a rebate. So here you go, go, go. Come <laughs> 46, 1401 at 560. WQM, the last day of March. Opening day for the Marlins. We love the Marlins. They really suck. Oh, boy. Sports in South Florida. And we've got 65 sports stations, like Ray Perry said. If we only had 400 sports stations, it would bring a lot more people to Sports Talk Radio. So I hear. Not a whole bunch. Maybe. What? So that's what I hear. Nine. Yeah, maybe that many. We just had a whole bunch. Now we got a whole bunch more, and I bet you they're all going to get a oh, point. Oh. WFTL uh, 640. Oh. WFTL uh, 850. Oh. WFTL 1400. Oh. 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 Yeah, lots of O's. You had them all together, and you still got it. Oh. You know, it's like on the uh, like on the uh, slots. You know, five times blank blank, five times nothing. Don't you hate that? Oh, you don't oh, play yeah. them anyway. You don't play them. I play slots sometimes. Do you? Where do yeah. you play? Vegas and uh, at the Hard Rock. You've been to the Hard Rock. Then. Yeah, I've been to the Hard a couple times. Yeah. You've been hard a couple of times. We don't want to hear about that. I've been to the hard Oh, rock. my God. What a grotesque thought that is. Enough to make me want to vomit. Um, you've been to the hard rock a couple of times, and how'd you do? Uh, first time there, I walked out with a couple hundred bucks in theirs. Really? Um, yeah, like Woo! I went there, and I was going to spend like 50 bucks, and got down to like the last 10, and all of a sudden, bam, hit uh, you know, a couple things, like a couple sevens, not sevens, but like you know, just under that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, oh, hey, I'm cashing out. And then uh, walked around, got some drinks and left. And then the next two times, just kind of broke even and maybe like, you know, 30 bucks under or whatever. That's like winning a million. Hey, for my paycheck, yeah. You bet. God, having a great time and not losing your ass, that's, uh, that sounds like a, a deal to me. I'll take now, it. One, one thing I will say, both at well, Pompano, I guess you wouldn't expect it as much, but even like in Hard Rock, I didn't see any Julios that I noticed. That's Broward County. So? Are you trying to tell me that there aren't 80 zillion Julios in Broward County? Or are you just, are, are you nuts or what? I mean, there are, but... Uh, there are what? There are some, but they're mostly Dade County. Everybody was, like, speaking English, speaking English, although there were a few people, like, uh, I don't know what they were speaking. You're just too used to that Sawgrass Mall, man. Let me say it again. There were people speaking English at the Sawgrass. There were people in that... What, what's the Grand Lux Cafe? I have a hard time thinking of the name of that place. That's a bad name. I don't know why it is. I have a block on it, a mental block. And at Sawgrass, man, you you think that they were giving away $100 bills in that place. There's always 80 trillion cars in that parking lot. And I ask myself, what are, what are these people doing here? Where are they going? What are they doing? Are there, like, orgies in, uh, in, in some of the, behind some of those doors going on? Well, what is it that's happening in there? I wish I had the answer for you. Because you don't go there. No, I don't. And I bet you, uh, what's his name? Chris don't go there either. No. Now, about when we have Zach on with us tomorrow, he'll tell us the same thing. He doesn't go there either. Where does he live? I'm not even sure, actually. Is that a tough question? Where does Zach live? I said I'm not sure. And what about Chris? What about uh, Josh? I don't know. Well, we'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Tune in tomorrow and find out where Zach lives. He'll give you the address on the air. I guess he lives with his girlfriend, or does he live with mommy and daddy? I uh, lives with his fiance. That's his right, fiance. fiance. Yeah. 
Woo! Zach has got a fiance. That should offer. There's the sirens again, man. Wow! As soon as you said fiance, the sirens started whooping like crazy. They're coming to take you. Hear it? Can you hear it? Yeah. What floor are you on? What difference does it make what floor I'm on? I'm just wondering how like high up in the uh, the building you are that you're hearing them. What floor am I on? No, that's not it. False alarm. See, you made me screw that thing up. I was trying to tell you what floor I was on. If yeah, I could find it, yeah, that was it. And what about it? No, I, just didn't, I was wondering, you know, what floor you're on. If you're like higher up in the place, that you're hearing uh, sirens downstairs. I, I can see them right outside my window. I'm sitting here. I can look outside. Well, every time there's an ambulance, a fire truck, I see them outside. Oh, take uh, a picture. They're all over the place. Why do I want to take a picture? Why you haven't seen a fire truck before? An ambulance? A uh, paramedic? Not a Canadian one. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. How's it going, eh? Not a Canadian one. 767 on Chris's pool. Let's see. Who doesn't have any votes? Mark Eisenberg's got the big. Oh, oh come on. Somebody vote for poor Mark, although he did not belong on the air. He was from the Dirty Boys, for people who don't remember. Let me say it again. He didn't belong on the air. There are people, like, like Stu Gatz. There's another one. That, that's why it's so, uh, it's, I don't know whether it's pathetic or it's amusing or both. That he's part of that, they're, they're claim to fame across the street. Oh, it's the Dan Bastard show with Stu Gutz. He doesn't belong on the air. I told him that when he worked for us. It's not because he's over there. He don't belong on the air. Not even to say hello and goodbye. You know what I mean? I guess I know that. Everybody in this market, man, is a broadcaster. I'm a broadcaster, and he's not even the next jock. Like Red Deer Randy Moeller with his uh, peanut butter in the uh, top shelf. Oh, Randy. Rick Jennerette Jr. Let's get some hockey play-by-play on there. What do you say? I'll find some. How's it going? All Good. right. What's going on with you? Hey, I got a question about, um, say the Penguins went tonight and... <laughs> oh, it's a, oh, yeah. It's not even a hockey game. It's a hockey talk show on the NHL Network. They can't get much better than that. How about some horse racing at the very least? I bet you we can find some of that. Oh, he's six and one. Six and one. It's the Meadows and Roger Houston. He's a crazy person. Six and one. And it was somebody other than Dave Pallone. I didn't catch the colors there, see who that was. It was somebody other than Dave Pallone just wanted the Meadows. See, that's Clarence's idea. If we would just, we could fill that breach, you know, because I, like I was saying on Friday, we have nobody that knows anything about hockey on the station anymore now that Gildy is squeaking somewhere else. And we got no horse racing now that Eddie K and Hank are gone. We're pretty much limited to uh, the heat and the fins and uh, what else? That's it. What are you talking about? We got you for horse racing. John Cusack was on HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher and spoke about his upcoming film, War Incorporated, which, according to Cusack, focuses on the military-industrial complex. The film, says Cusack, differs from other films inspired by the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan because it has a much more absurdist take on war. Cusack added, some things are so vicious, if you didn't look at them through a different lens, you couldn't get out of bed. And certainly the war profiteering, immorality, and illegality of this disastrous free-market utopian enterprise out there is certainly well-documented. While explaining that the film shares similar themes as those found in Naomi Klein's book, The Shot Doctrine, Cusack said the very core things that make up our government, like wars or interrogation or border patrol, jailing, any of those types of things that you would think would be sacred things that would happen with the state are now being turned into for-profit enterprises. And if you want all these things to be, if you want corporate ethics to be in our national interest, then you have the situation we're in now. But right now, when you think that we've outsourced everything to interrogation, which means torturous, a cost-plus enterprise, I think you can see a complete spiritual bankruptcy to this whole neocon movement. 
It's a nightmare beyond anything you can really imagine. Maher asked if these issues were just a result of a neocon movement and Bush administration or evidence of a rot in America that itself is a lot deeper. Cusack responded, yeah, I do think the issue goes deeper, a lot deeper. It's deep. It's getting really deep. Adding later, some of these truths are so horrible, you just don't want to think about that, but it's just, I mean, the gig's up. If guys who are statesmen on CNN are also sitting on the board and are shareholders and some of the most profitable defense contractors in the world, and they, make pub- they publicly make the case to go to war, and then they go to war, create a new market with the war, come back and speak evangelically about free markets that aren't free, these are an especially subtle fact, and the stock prices jump 145%, and their companies are awarded $2.3 billion contracts. After a while, you have to expose and shame and indict and hopefully convict the participants in this illegal, immoral ideology, he says. Which, of course, he is. I have no life. I have no life. No, not that. Absolutely correct, sir. I had my finger in the wrong place. You know what I mean? Correct him. Yeah. So what did George say about the uh, 360s? Ever going to bring it back? Oh, he didn't say anything about that. Well, he's listening right now. You know that. What was that story he made up about how he just, uh, I mean, you know, uh, how do you do that? How do you do what? He doesn't listen to the station anyway. So you know damn well that he was driving around with his windows down listening to uh, see what I was saying. Like maybe about him. Like maybe I was ripping him an ass. Maybe he's getting ready to listen to the Jack show. Oh, that's right. He's warming up for the jerk show to hear about the heat in their 17 basket performance. A tisket, a tasket. They couldn't score a basket. I wonder about that kid at uh, Hard Rock. I wonder if he ever saw a basket. Basket of what? Grapes. 772 votes on the poll. Boy, we are doing, uh, I don't know what we're doing. See, these Monday polls are rough because I should have probably put it on there like Saturday, but I wasn't going to do that because I was in Florida on Saturday. Thank God, by the way, to Air Canada for operating out of Terminal 2 at Fort Lauderdale instead of that overcrowded Terminal 4 no more. Oh, my God. It's still a mess because they just don't know how to do things. They've got for like a whole bunch of gates, they've got a big seating area, which there's a lot of seats, although not enough. But they're like servicing a whole bunch of different gates instead of each gate having its own seats, you know what I mean, like a normal airport. Mm-hmm. Why would they want to do that? Because it's not a normal airport. It's Fort Lauderdale. But at least it's not Terminal 4. My God. 772. What former QM host would you like to have back in WQM? And Mark Eisenberg still, out of almost 800 votes, oh! he's got none. They hate you, Mark. <laughs> Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QA. Gallon of gas. Be thankful you're not the poor sap who merely turned a scant $12 billion profit last quarter. Mr. Price Gouging Oil Company CEO. A real American hero. Mr. Price Gouging Oil Company CEO. I hope your private jet crashes into your refinery, dirtbag. Okay, it's 101 at 560 WQM. It's our gigantic one to two hour, baby. People are making news in this hour, you know what I mean? Everybody's on the street corner is yelling, oh, it's the one to two hour, aren't they? No. Don't they even have it like a sandwich board? No. Uh-oh, United's got problems with the what, wiring? Faulty wiring caused two planes runway accidents. Oh, well, we got a lot of faulty wiring, you know. We got faulty towers, faulty wiring, faulty radio, faulty people on the air. Like that Dave Van Boring. Oh, my God, I can't believe he's still there. Well, he probably works cheap, you know. We love the Panthers. They really suck. You know, what, what's, what's going on with that, that whole town? But I am coming back, though. I'm moving back. To Miami like Beach? Gulfstream and Hard Rock. What? To Miami Beach? Oh, yeah, Miami Beach, sure. I'm going to move into in the condos. Now, I'm curious who the hell lives on the beach now. Like, I'm not talking about down on South Beach. I'm talking about up by the Fountain Blue and up, you know, from like uh, 
45th on north. Who lives in those places? Like by the Eden Rock? Yeah, I don't know. I lived in one of those places for a month. When you come back, you can uh, find out. Yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll take the tour. In fact, maybe somebody will move me in there. I'll put the studio in my condo on the beach. Wouldn't that be great overlooking the ocean? I'm old enough now to live there. I wasn't old enough back then. Or just move into a suite at the Hard Rock. You can uh, go uh, downstairs. That, now, that gamble. sounds like a plan to me. That sounds like a real good plan to me based on what I saw there. Wow. i got to tell you, those rooms are so ridiculously expensive, though. Oh, well, I'm not going to pay for it. That'll be part of my new deal, you know. <laughs> no money, but at least a place to stay. You, you really believe that I would come back down there? No. I would have to have a lobotomy to do that. I have to be out of my mind. And let me say it again. It's not because, in fact, the weather was great. It was perfect. It was like 80 every day. There was no rain. Yeah, the, the weather's been good lately. Huh? The weather has been good lately. The birds were chirping. It was wonderful. But then there's the people. Oh, and also all the construction they got out there on Sunrise. Thank you so much, DOT, or whoever else is doing, handling all that construction. It's like my Walgreens there on the corner of Knob Hill and Sunrise. It's a nice place to shop, but you just can't get there. I go to pick up some of my prescriptions to get some of my drugs, and it's like, uh, oh, you got to go around here and up to the end of the road and turn back in. It's, you can't get there. In fact, there probably ought to be a big billboard there saying, hey, uh, this is Walgreens. If you try to get here, you can't get here from there, wherever you are. If you can see this billboard, you can't get here from there. You know what I mean? What do you mean? It sucks. It's ridiculous. they got everything torn up everywhere you go. Kind of like here. Although the excuse here is because of the brutal winter and all the potholes. Man, they got, there they got a lot of pot. Here they got a lot of potholes. They have a lot of pot, too, but nobody makes a big deal out of it because they're not like overgrown and juvenile. 780 on your pool, Chris. What do you think? 800? Yeah, I think it's that. 900 is now 2.2, so we ain't doing that. No, we're not doing a 900. Where, where the hell did you come up with 900? Well, I mean, we had a chance to at the beginning of the show, but... <laughs> but then I did this show. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, we had Josh on, on the show. Me? So. No, I, I had thought Josh this was show. marginally interesting today about all the stuff that I've seen down there this weekend, since I'm so out of touch all the time. It's been and a great show reporting today. about how the Rascal House uh, closed yesterday. It's their final day. That's why people are all depressed. All the old Yentas, man, are all depressed. Oh, it's speaking of the Yentas, there's this woman at Woodbine, old, old lady. She doesn't play. She just watches everybody's machine and reports, and she stands there right under your chair, over your shoulder, and she's watching. She's telling me how much went into this machine and how much this one paid a thousand, three times, blah, blah, and she just stands there over your shoulder. She's like the uh, neighborhood watch. She's the slots Yenta. The Yenta. Hey, uh, did you talk to your neighbor when you were down here? No, I did not. I thought you were going to talk to her about that whole, you know, bitch. I did not see her. Can't fall asleep on Saturday. I didn't see her. I don't want to see her. I don't want to know from her. I don't want to hear any more about her religious fanaticism or trying to convert the people in my house, all one of them. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know from her. She makes me gag. Oh, I'm so excited on Saturday night. I can't sleep because I, I know I'm going to church Sunday morning. She's restless and has insomnia because she's so excited about the prospect of going to church Sunday morning, which is code for... I have no life. My God. I'm going to a Red Lobster for lunch. You're not excited the, about that? Watch the butter. No, I like the, I like the uh, clam chowder. That chowder was real good at the Grand Lux Cafe, too. It was very good. And the Diet Coke was excellent. The water, I don't know. I don't drink tap water. But uh, everything else, oh. 
And remember, we took that poll one day about the best desserts, and Cheesecake mm-hmm. Factory won. Be- now, the desserts looked awesome at the, uh, at the uh, Grand Lux, but we didn't have any. It's one thing when you don't have an appetite because you ate too much. It's another thing when you don't have an appetite because you've lost your taste for food because it was so weak. Yeah? Well, that's not good. No. But that uh, Myron's Deli, man, at Pompano Park, that place is great. Not good. It's great. And what's the new thing with soup? I know that I know that in some kind of European restaurants, they, it was always very big. But when you order a bowl of soup, now they bring you the big empty bowl, and they have you know like like they put cream in a um, little what, what do you what do you call that? Um, you know, coffee cream. They yeah, put it like in the little, uh, pitcher type thing. Yeah, a little like th- a a small pitcher? metal pitcher. Yeah, and your soup is in the pitcher, and then they pour it into the bowl. That's a new thing. Very art- artsy fartsy. Oh, okay. They did that at Myron's Deli, and they did that also at the Grand Luxe Cafe. What's the deal with that? I don't know. I don't normally order uh, soup when I go out. Well, why not? You're not a soup guy? My God. What kind of a guy isn't a soup guy, huh? Well, if I go to the field, I get the uh, potato soup there. But well, you're the one that's telling me about the rascal house and how depressed and morbid you are about that, and it's closed already. Oh, yeah. I was so depressed. You've never been there. Exactly. Josh has been there, but he's not the kind of guy that orders soup, you know. I, too much. I like soup. What are you he's talking? crying right you now. You order soup it. in a restaurant? Yeah. But that adds like a couple of bucks to the tab. Can you handle that? Hey, man, I'm making big bucks now. Especially every three months. Seven hundred eighty-seven votes on the poll. I think we can go for eight fifty. Would be really that would be an amazing accomplishment today because it's the thirty-first of March, whatever that means. Means the day There's Hank on CNN. And his family finally notified. A little dressed up like Barbara Starr. You're not fooling us, Humper. Now, she's not big enough to be the Humper. Boy, he was just gigantic at the Florida Derby. I wonder who he picked. Did he pick that, uh, what was the name of the horse that won? Big Brown? Two left feet, I don't know. Brown something. Fudge Brown? I wonder if Fudge Brown is still with the Dolphins. They got Harvey Green, but do they have Fudge Brown? I think she got fired when uh, Sabinator came in. She got canned? I believe so. No more fudge brown? Muslims more numerous than Catholics. Oi! Well, it's not surprising to me, man, because in this building, there are enough uh, future terrorists of the universe in this building to wipe the whole uh, universe out. What is it with you Muslim people, man? You reproduce like rabbits. Islam has surpassed Roman Catholicism as the world's largest religion, according to the Vatican newspaper accounts yesterday. The Vatican newspaper, they're probably not too happy about it. I think they're sending a subliminal message to all you Catholics out there, especially Latin American countries. Reproduce like rabbits, like bunny rabbits. Start screwing your brains out. For the first time in history, we are no longer at the top, said the Vatican. Muslims have overtaken us. Monsignor Vittorio Fermenti said in an interview with the Catholic newspaper, L'Osservatorio Romano. Observatory Romano. Formenti compiles the Vatican yearbook. I didn't know the Vatican had a yearbook. Well, it must be a big yearbook if they got the pictures of all the Catholics in there. Wouldn't it have to be? Heavy yeah, book. So. He said that Catholics accounted for 17.4% of the world population, a stable percentage, while Muslims now were 19.2%. Wow. It is true that while Muslim families, as is well known, continue to make a lot of children, Christian ones, on the contrary, tend to have fewer and fewer, the Monsignor said. See, there's the message. The Muslims are reproducing like rabbits. It's like a numbers game for that guy that calls in and complains about the numbers all the time. I'm mailing in the numbers for that guy. It's a numbers game. Make more babies, even if you can't feed them, especially you schleppers all over Latin America, man. 
so they can come pouring across that Mexican border and take everybody else's job. And Lou Dobbs can continue screaming and yelling like a wild woman. Fermenti said the day they referred to 2006, the figures on Muslims were put together by Muslim countries and then provided to the U.N., he said, adding the Vatican could only vouch for its own data. When considering all Christians and not just Catholics, Christians make up 33% of the world population, Fermenti said. Spokesman for the Vatican and the U.N. didn't immediately return phone calls seeking comment for the A&P. Well, how do you like that? Can you imagine how many future terrorists there are out there? I know that's an ugly stereotype to suggest that Muslims are future terrorists, but there's bound to be a few of them in there. And thank God that the Catholics never killed anybody, like there was no Inquisition and there was no uh, Crusades and stuff like that. It's just uh, anti-Catholic propaganda, that's all. That's right. William Donahue will tell you, it's just part of the anti-Catholic propaganda that's spread by those Jews, like Al Goldstein. And no wonder they got to him. Remember poor Al Goldstein? I'm a fat Jew. They screwed him up big time. And you know what he did that caused it? Not just the porno. I hate the Irish. Yeah, once you pick on the Irish, man, then you're really in trouble. That's why yeah, the come after you. Everybody gets after your ass when you do that. 791 votes were on the cusp of 800, which to get to 850, first got to get to 800. 794, you see that? You're grabbing votes by the bunches there, man. We're getting there. And Mark Eisenberg still has got none. Zero. Not one, not two, not just a few. Oh, no. Zero. Sports Leader. Fill out your brackets for Hoops Hysteria online at WQAM.com. Picks can be made round by round, and bonus points are given for picking up Hoops Hysteria. Log on and play. A presentation of Sports Radio 560. Sports Lady. That's a lot more action. 119 at 560 WQAM. We miss him badly, don't we? Sure. Not because he had an audience out there, but because he was just like a human punching bag. Am I right? Definitely. He served a function. He served a purpose. As opposed to some people, like coming up between 2 and 4, we got the jerk show. What, pur- what purpose does he serve? Yeah. Oh. Got some bad news. This could be the worst news ever. Almost as bad as the end of the world. Uh-oh. Kathy Lee Gifford will soon be back on TV's early shift. Oh, my God. The former co-star of the syndicated live talk show will join NBC's Today next Monday. She'll be teamed with Hoda Kotb. Hoda Kotb, a current anchor of the program's seven-month-old fourth hour, which airs live at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The announcement was made during today's broadcast, with Gifford seated alongside the program's established stars, including Matt Lauer and Meredith Vieira, co-host of the first two hours. Now, you know, that's a good idea. they got different hosts in different hours. How about if I do the first hour every day, and then George can do the second hour, and then Chris can play, like, uh, comedy bits the third hour? And you'll come back for the fourth? No. I'll be a Woodbine. Gifford, 54, who left Regis Philbin in Live in 2000, joked that the timing of her TV return couldn't be worse in certain ways. I'm eight years older, ten pounds heavier, a half inch shorter, and just in time for HDTV, she said maintaining the same sense of humor that she never had. Bitch. Long married to former NFL star and talentless sports announcer Frank Gifford, she joked, it's got to be good working. I'm really tired of staying home and watching Frank's old highlight films. <laughs> Ann Curry will continue. <coughs> oh, I'm getting choked up about this. Do you watch that? ever watch that, the Today Show? Never. I sure don't. You, you would have to tie me up in the corner and um, make sure I was far away from the remote. To watch that crap. Any, any of those network morning shows. 
Ann Cray will continue to roll as news anchor of the 7 to 9 a.m. hours of today, as well as co-host with Al Roker of the 9 a.m. hour. Natalie Morales will join Curry and Roker as the third co-host at 9 a.m. and will serve as the show's national correspondent, the network said. Rick Sanchez was on CNN last night. If I sound like I'm a little bit off my feed, who was doing the story about that shooting there, like in uh, wherever the hell I was in Miami at the convenience store? You see that story? No. No. Well, he acted like it was the biggest story in, in history, and I had to scour this morning on the Herald and the Sun Sentinel to find anything about it. About that black guy that went in the convenience store and he grabbed a hold of the store manager and he brought him out and stuck a gun to his ass and uh, all that stuff. And they put him in the car and the cops were all there, which this guy didn't realize it. And then he put the guy in the car and the guy started fighting back. He didn't have any gun, but he started punching this uh, big dude. Hang on a second. What is that? What is what? Hang on a minute. Uh-oh. Oh, he's gone off mic run trouble. We got problems. Yep. One of those sirens or one of those ambulances may be heading to uh, his building. take him away. Jesus. If they take him away, I hope he brings, like, you know, the wireless mic with him or something. I hope he didn't have another accident again. No, he would have ran faster. Yeah? Well, that's yeah. what he did. He ran away. Yeah, but, like, you could kind of tell he wasn't, like, you know, in a full sprint. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It didn't seem like he was. I don't hear anything either. No, he's could... dead. Oh. Well, it just sounded like there was somebody trying to get into the door there and just, you know. Somebody was trying to break in. Comes, there's a guy who goes around every Monday... And his job, he, I mean, that's not his only job. He's one of the maintenance guys. But he, he cleans the doorknobs. You know what I mean? What a gig. Yeah. What did you call him? But anyway, that's his job. He cleans the doorknobs. And he does it so forcefully that it sounds like somebody's trying to break in your damn place. And I get really, I get a little bit nervous about so that. So what do you do? Like you go grab a taser or something? No, I run out in the hallway and run for the elevator. I got my shorts on. I've got no shirt on, but then who the hell cares? You know, it's not a pretty sight, but I'd rather be alive with no shirt on than dead with a shirt on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, who's, who's going to go breaking in here? What would be the point? What are they going to find? My woodbine money? Yep. It was really interesting getting all that American cash. They do have ATMs, by the way, at the uh, slots places, in spite of the fact that you're outgoing. A fat-ass governor didn't want them to have ATMs. Oh, people are going to lose their money. Yeah, yeah, right. Instead of that really good bet, that lotto, baby, there's the bet for you. I would take the lunch money and turn that into uh, millions with that lotto. Not. The worst bet in history is the lottery. I, I stopped playing it here most of the time. I used to waste a lot of money. Remember that time I had the five numbers and missed the sixth one by one digit? Yep. It was 14 and I had 13. Talk about unlucky 13. And I had the other five digits right. 1600 bucks is all I got. You notice how they load up the lotto on top. Everything is on top. If you get five numbers, five out of six, you should get like at least a quarter of a million, wouldn't you think? Well, 50,000, something substantial. For yeah, five that would be nice. Yeah. But you don't. It's all on top. 8.06. I don't know if Chris is going to make his 8.50. I have my doubts. We're going to do it. You'll watch. 8.07. See, they're coming. They're trickling in by the ones. They're going to come through for Josh. For Josh? Mark Eisenberg got a vote. Let's hear it for Mark. Somebody, Joe Costello, probably called him up and said, Oh, I already voted for myself, so I can't vote again, so go vote for uh, yourself. Does anybody ever hear from him, Mark Eisenberg? Is he alive? Anybody know what he's doing? I don't I know what he's doing. I've been in a couple of years now. He's certainly not in this business. I mean, he never was. I mean, and doesn't belong in it. He, oh, look at that. The Dow is up 93 points. Let's hear it. The Nasdaq's up 24. And the S&P is up, Neil. It's up a dozen points. 
Now, what I like to do, I got that Kramer thing I haven't played yet, where Jim Kramer is crying. friends with Governor Spitzer and his wife. Because he was such Surely good buddies with Elliot Spitzer. Crazy Jim Kramer from the Gambit broke. What went through your mind? Well, um, first, it's not tough for me. Um, I was on air, and um, I was denying it because it was inconceivable. <laughs> He's in tears. What a jackass. That should tell you all about that stock market crap. But he put a clown on the air to scream and yell and carry on and jump up and down and make a big comedy. And there's nothing funny about my money. I don't know about you guys. Is there something? Well, there's something funny about Chris's money. What money? That's what I mean. If you saw his paycheck, you'd, then you'd laugh. Okay, let me see what this currency exchange is. I know the loony is under a dollar, and I hope it still is, man. That's good news for me. The less, the better, especially especially starting pretty soon. If Norma ever gets that deal done. That Norma, man, it just nothing, nothing ever happens with that one. It's always, oh, I got to go to the office, and I left my papers on the uh, on a dumpster somewhere, and you know, like that, you know, it just doesn't get nothing done. I was going to say he talks a good game, he doesn't even do that. Oh, the Dow's up eighty nine, and that's really heavy duty. So if you got all your money, oh, the loony is down to ninety seven and a third. The euro is one fifty eight. Wow, here's a bulletin from Inside Radio. Just came, uh, and look at that. And I have no idea what it says. Interrep restructures, erases debt, and goes private. Do you have any idea what that is, Interrep? No. I don't either, and I could care less. Get off of my BlackBerry, you idiots at Inside Radio. There's a bulletin. Oh, my God. Interrep. Interrep my ass. So, anyway, the loony is 97 or something. That's good. But the euro is almost a buck 60. You can't afford to go to Europe unless you got some serious bucks. So keep that in mind, Josh, when you plan your trip. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Fill out your brackets for Hoops Hysteria online at WQAM.com. Picks can be made round by round, and bonus points are given for picking up Hoops Hysteria. Log on and play. A presentation of Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's not done till it's toasted. The new KFC. Friends suck on his candy so tasty, made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go f*** yourself. Amen. 133, 2702 at 560 WQM. George is on vacation all this week. We've got Josh Cordes today, Zach Tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then Josh comes back Friday for our big ratings party. I think it's going to be bad. That's right. Why do you think that? I don't know. Because the January it. trend was weak. The trend was weak, weak in January. Come on, man. Think positive. Until, what? Think positive. I think it's going to be great. I think we're going to have like a 40 share, man. That's I think there's going to be food coming in from the uh, Cheesecake Factory and the Grand Lux Cafe and Rascals. The Rascal House, all of the stuff they had to throw out. Well, can you imagine when they closed the door of the Rascal House for the last time? You can hear it all over town, a collective... Oi! Yeah, like that. And that was even from the old Jews who are dead. You notice how the town has changed so dramatically? Well, you wouldn't because you're not old enough, but, I mean, so dramatically. Like when I first came to town in 76, the beach was all, almost all old Jews. Almost all of it. How many Jews are on the beach now? About 30, man. Maybe. They're all in Boca, right? They're all either dead or in Boca, or in Sunrise, or in Sunrise Lakes. 816 on the pool. I don't think you're going to make no 850, Mr. Hotshot. I don't know why. I don't know what happened here. We'll just blame it on uh, Josh. Don't blame it on him. What the hell did he do today? He did a fine performance today. He was okay. 
Didn't even have any uh, shots from Brandon except before the show. And he, all these guys that are, uh, you know, busy working. I don't know what that's all about. Maybe that's why the number is down. Or maybe they're busy listening to those 45 new sports stations with all those snappy sports shows they got on talking about crap like that. I'm surprised about Brandon. He, he must have something going on in his life today. He no, was. he's working. He was busy working last week. He ma- He's a manager where he works. Oh, he's big time, huh? He's a big shot. So, you know, when there is actually some work to do, he uh, gets busy. You don't have time to you don't have time to play with you. Maybe Friday he'll have time to play with you. I can't wait. Speaking of sports, by the way, Dolphins owner Wayne Heisinger's decision to sell 50% of the team to real estate mogul Stephen Ross has been approved. Oh! Just in. Now, did anybody from did Clarence come running in there with this bulletin? Uh, we're supposed to be in the Dolphin Station. No, not yet. I, I don't understand what's with these people. Something big in sports happens, and I have to fight it myself. Like when, what's his name, left town? What was it, uh, Saban, when he went to Alabama with a banjo on his thing? Yeah. I had to find it on the, on the website somewhere, on the Sun Sentinel. And that's because, they're, they're, you know what they're busy doing? They're too busy sitting in there uh, playing with each other's earlobes. Well, Clarence probably thinks you wouldn't read it. Why not? I don't know if he brought he it in. He knows better than that. He knows better than that, man. We're on top of everything. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell will announce the league's approval of the deal later today at the Breakers Hotel in Palm Beach. Oh, press conference starting now, where this year's annual owners' meetings are currently taking place. The NFL 32 teams needed to first discuss the transfer before it could become official, but Ross's wealth and solid background were expected to make it an easy process. The vote was unanimous. Heisinger's decision was first announced in late February. Heisinger will remain the team's general partner for now until he eventually sells the remaining 50% of the team to Ross. A timetable for that total transfer of power hasn't yet been set. How do you like that? So he's going to sell 100% to Stephen Ross. I thought he was going to sell to Spencer Ross. Or Walter Ross. Or Red Ross. Or Brad Kramer. Let's do some harness racing. What do you say? Yeah, sure. Why not? Harness racing trivia. Come on. Raul Dussault. That's what I'm always saying when I get on the highway here. You call that a driver? About the, the way they drive here. So bad. I will say this, though, because I had forgotten. You know, the extent of my driving this weekend down there was driving from my house to the Walgreens, which you can't get there from here, on uh, Knob Hill and Sunrise. That's it, man? That was it. Oh. Well, I didn't have to have a driver. I have, I have friends who drove me around, you know, like I was chauffeured, like I was in a limo almost. Well, you could have drove the vet. I didn't. I was driven in it. I, well, I did drive the vet, the blue one. Mm-hmm. The old one. I don't know if you heard me talking last Friday. They have a new, a new color. You know that atomic orange. I, yeah, I like it. A lot. It's been around for a few years, but only this year, I think, is the first year that the vets were available in it. And I looked at it online. I thought, oh my God, that, that's that's an unbelievable automobile. You should get another one. Yeah, I should have. I should have like one in uh, every garage, everywhere. There you go. Eight seventeen, man. You are going to come close to no eight fifty. You got eight twenty one. Well, I don't know. You got twenty two minutes for twenty nine votes. We can do it. No, I don't think so. Not today. Hey, think they're positive. Off, they're off their feet today. It's the last day of March, man. El Fantino de Marzo. I don't know what the deal is. They don't like us today. Maybe it's quarter spring break here. Is that what it is? Yep, that's why Jordan. Well, what's spring break got to do with it? The spring breakers don't listen to this show. Are you kidding me? What are you talking about? You got tons of spring breakers. Get out of here! Are you a crazy person or what? You're, you're, you're living in the past. You're talking about back when we actually had the show. You're talking about BJ, before Joyce. Isn't that what BJ stands for? What would you say? Before Joyce, before Joe, before uh, Josh Darrow, Clarence. Back in the day, you're talking about, back when we actually had the show. 
8.21. And you know how I knew I was leaving for Lauderdale Airport yesterday when I came back up here? Because you saw you were leaving for Lauderdale? Sign? No, because in the area, in the, um, in the what's it called there, in the uh, airport, it was the wheelchair brigade. Ah. Oh, yeah. It's, look, it's way better than Miami, okay? Yes. Why, why do you say that? Because it's way better than Miami Airport. Miami it is. Airport is a disaster. Yep. It shouldn't even be open. Based on what? Based on, uh, you know, they're still doing I tell you what, uh, everywhere. Ba- based on, yeah, based on this, like you can you can show up, wait, you know, get in line, get checked in, and fly out before you even park at Miami Airport from Fort Lauderdale. Well, who parks? What if you get dropped off? Okay, fine. You, you, I'm just telling you, it's a nightmare. I don't go there anymore, and you want to know why? Because the last couple times I went there, if you're coming up here, if you're going to any other country, they put you through an exhaustive uh, thing. They practically, they practically poke their nose in your. Rectum. I mean, yeah, they got a long tube. They stick it inside of you, man. See if you're hiding any like bombs and uh, dangerous crap and stuff. <laughs> Goodbye, Miami International, baby. Bye, bye. Sports Radio Five Sixty QAM, the Sports Leader. Jerry Schrader had a problem. One day he came home to find his air conditioning unit not cooling. That's when he made the call. He called Ed Helms Air Conditioning and Electric at eight hundred. And the kind you love to buy. It's true, they make a buck a day with caffeine. Oh, 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 right. Kind of like Chris can relate to that. 146, 1402 at 560WQM. Yeah, you might, maybe you're working for Kathy Lee and just don't realize. Yeah, you know, maybe. I'll have to look at my check a little better next time. So, uh, speaking of Brandon, he says, I've been buried in file, 550-page file, but I'm in shock that Josh, for the most part, has behaved himself today. That's why I've been so quiet, but I got my ear on him. Oh. He He's got his ear on you. He's... <laughs> I don't okay. want to tell. I don't want to tell you what part he's got his ear on, but Rectum. yeah, scared so of my life. Little, if you're squirming around a little bit in the chair, it's because Brandon's got his Rectum. uh your ear on his. Oh ass. boy, I beg your pardon? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's take a look now at that uh, poll and see if we're going to make the 850. I don't think so. I think you're screwed. We need 17 in about uh, 12. 830. We got what? 833. Oh, that ain't no Ooh. problem. 17 and 13 minutes. Yeah, you get that done. Well, ordinarily that would be the case, but I think uh, there's something going on today. I don't know what it is. In fact, I think the last few... We'll find out Friday morning when that trend comes in, if we're still alive. You know what I mean? You know what I mean by that? What do you mean? Are we still alive? It's going to be great, man. Well, what's going to be great? The trend? That's right. Well, we're counting on you, and if it's not, we're going to blame your ass. I tell you what, if it's not great, then I'll leave. I'll Where's go Russell home. Oliver? I buy your used jewelry. If you have gold rings, gold earrings, I'll give you cash. Oh, my God. He's a, he's a hoot. He's funny. Very few guys that do their own spots are really entertaining or funny. Like, uh, who was the guy? Well, Joey Carr used to. Well, that wasn't his own spot, but those old Joey Carr spots. Dining and dancing. Oh, my God. I wonder if he's dead or not, Joey Carr. That's certainly way before you guys' time. Yeah, I think so, because I never heard of him. He used to do these awful... He had his own ad agency, and his brother... His brother's name was Steve um, Schwartz, or something like that. And his name was Joey Carr, but that was his brother. So you're wondering, well, who changed their name, you know what I mean? New President Raul Castro's government has lifted a ban on Cubans staying at hotels previously reserved for foreigners. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's people in this business who change their name. You know what I mean? Oh, God! Yeah, like that. The move ends another restriction that was especially irksome to ordinary citizens. Employees at the Ambos Mundos, Nacional, Valencia, and Maria Isabel Hotels in Havana. Isabel de Casada, I'm sure, is who they named that after. 
say that Ministry of Tourism officials told them Cubans would be allowed to stay in hotels beginning at midnight tonight. All right. Like other guests, they'll be charged in hard currency worth... <coughs> oh, my God. I'm gagging on it. <coughs> like other guests, they'll be charged in hard currency worth 24 times the Cuban pesos earned by state employees. On Friday, Cuba allowed its citizens to have mobile phones, <coughs> which only foreigners and key government officials were previously allowed to have. They're loosening it up in Cuba, baby. I'm going back. You okay over there? No, I'm, I've got like a little, you know, like when a cat gets a furball in its throat. Like that. Sure, yeah. No. Actually, I, I inhaled, and it was like something in the air. You know, like Thunderclap Newman would say, there was something in the air, like an invisible particle, and like, <clears throat> like that. But I'll be fine. We only got like four minutes, and I can make it to the last break. And then we got jerks at 2 o'clock, man. How about those heat, baby? They are doing it. They're setting new lows in the annals of NBA history. What an embarrassment. Dog tracks may face tougher scrutiny. This is in the Herald by Amy Driscoll. On his first visit to the Greyhound Kennel, the investigator reported an outrageous stench of urine so strong it sent a track judge reeling from the building. A second inspection about two weeks later found no improvement in the noxious stink. Kind of like after most of the Dolphin games, like Mandage was screaming about the noxious stench. The filth, ticks and odor at the Orlando area kennel amounted to animal abuse. State investigator Stephen Toner concluded he told a kennel worker he would take serious action if the place wasn't cleaned up. But he was bluffing. Hopefully the reputation of other states' laws will make her believe that we can actually do something, Toner wrote in his July report to the Division of Permutual Wagering in Tallahassee. Because we have no rules or statutes covering this kind of animal treatment, there's no violation, and we must rely on track personnel to make it right. <clears throat> God. A proposed law before the legislature would toughen regulation of Florida's 16 dog tracks, nearly one half of the nation's 39 tracks, including one each in Broward and Dade counties. The industry's had problems from dog doping with cocaine to force them to run faster to the 2002 discovery that a former Pensacola racetrack worker had been paid $10 to shoot up to 3,000 aging greyhounds on his Alabama farm. But the state's dog racing rules don't give regulators a basic investigative tool, the ability to conduct unannounced inspections of all kennel areas where tracks keep the greyhounds. Currently, investigators must ask for permission before inspecting track kennels, both on the track property and off, where hundreds of racing greyhounds may be housed. And if they find something wrong, the state sometimes must wait for action by local prosecutors before can revoke or suspend licenses or impose fines. And it goes on and on, but a beep, but a boop, but a bump. But the deal is that they already passed the thing in Dade County on the slots, and uh, the dog track will stay open, flagger. See, what they need to do is clean up all of these abuses and stop trying to punish other people. Uh, that, that's all, all the Peter people. That's what their crap is. You know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's inhumane, and they do all these. Well, then clean that up, okay? Because I'm sure that once Flagler gets the uh, slots, and uh, what's the other band, Calder? And Hiley would have if uh, John Brunetti wouldn't have uh, flushed it down the toilet. Once they get theirs, then your uh, Julios are all going to st- start coming out and plunging their guts out. Am I right? Yes. Didn't get over to Hollywood to Mardi Gras, the Hollywood, uh, what, Hollywood Greyhound track. You know anybody who's been there? Nope. Well, why not? Because uh, it's... Because it's right up the road from Gulfstream. Okay. And Gulfstream is great and really neat and got a lot of great uh, stuff. Or the Hard Rock, yeah. Or the Hard Rock, that's right. It's right on the old 441, right off the Hershey Highway there. 845, I think you're going to make your 850, Mr. Hotshot. How do you like that? Told you. And that's because Josh Cordes put a, the, his uh, little elbow grease on it. 
And, and Brandon's getting pretty excited thinking about Josh putting some elbow grease on it. 845, man. We need five votes in uh, eight minutes. We could do that blindfolded. We could do that with our hands tied behind our back, which we already have. Thanks a lot, by the way, Joyce. So we'll see you Friday, Josh. All right. Bring us some big numbers. Biggest name. Or best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM.